from the era that brought you names like Chamberlain, Russell, and West. The Chamberlain, he's got it! Jerry West made it from the other side of the mid-court strike! To the glory days of Magic and Kareem. Jabbar is on the brink of an NBA all-time record. A time where last-second shots were expected. Here comes Kobe from way outside. Got it! Oh, man! Gets it to LeBron for three for the win! Yes! LeBron James! And rings were handed out like him. Here's Jordan! Yes! It's Duncan Dynasty with your host, Garrett Bougay, and it starts right now. Welcome to another episode of Duncan Dynasty. I'm your host, Garrett Bougay, and this week I've got a very special live episode, an edition I like to call League Pass Radio, where I bring you live radio play-by-play of uh, some of the most uh, intriguing games in the NBA and uh, boy, oh boy, do uh, we have a good one here tonight as the number one seed in the West, the Utah Jazz, traveled to Phoenix to take on the number two seed in the West, the Phoenix Suns. And uh, it, should be a, it should be a fantastic ball game to the two teams. Not only are they the top two in the West, they're the, uh, the top two record-wise in the entire league, and uh, Phoenix just two and a half back of Utah after Utah losing on Monday night to the Dallas Mavericks, 111-103. Uh, so the Suns just two and a half back. If they win this one, they would uh, get within just one game in the loss column uh, from uh, from catching them just one and a half games back total. So uh, a, a real, a real big game here to determine uh, who is uh, is going to be at the top of the West. You would figure if Utah takes this and, and, and then therefore takes a three-and-a-half game edge for that top spot, that it would be pretty difficult for Phoenix to uh, to catch them. So uh, it, should be, it should be a terrific ball game, and not, not only is it uh, fun for the standings, but I think it's just a, a really fun matchup as well. Uh, the game will be broadcast on ESPN, and uh, ESPN... Showing a graphic as it's a, a battle between Donovan Mitchell and Devin Booker. It's also a battle between between the uh, the point guards in in Mike Conley and Chris Paul, and it's also an interesting center matchup. It'll be a test for the young former number one overall pick DeAndre Ayton going up against the likely Defensive Player of the Year in Rudy Gobert. So I will be bringing you, uh, again, live play-by-play action throughout the night. I will not be taking commercial breaks. So I will be with you here the entire evening. If you'd like to uh, send me questions, you can message me on Twitter, at Garrett Bougay. That's G-A-R-R-E-T-T-B-U-G-A-Y. If you've got any questions, comments, anything you want me to talk about uh, about the entire league, feel free to... uh, to send me uh, send me something, and I will uh, be happy to answer it. But uh, again, this is uh, the the Jazz first in the NBA in offensive rating, second in defensive rating, first overall in net rating at plus eleven point seven. So just been they've just been a dominant all season long. And prior to the loss to Dallas on Monday, they were actually on a nine game win streak, which was their third nine game nine plus game win streak of the season. 
The Suns, 7th in offensive rating, 5th in defense, 2nd in net rating at plus 7.6. And uh, again, I mentioned they beat Houston 133-130 to on Monday, and they've also gone on a nice stretch themselves. Playing uh, the, the best basketball of any team in the, in the league over the last couple of months. Suns, uh, you know, both these teams have won nine of their last ten games. So uh, two teams that are not only uh, the, the best in the league record-wise, but uh, have been playing excellent basketball as of late. The officials for tonight's game, Eric Lewis, Derek Collins, and Jonathan Sterling. And, uh, you know, this was uh, this League Pass Radio, I'm typically focused on giving you stats from both teams, but uh, this is going to be a little bit of a special one. I actually had planned to do just a regular episode on the Phoenix Suns this week, but uh, I had somebody uh, back out with illness at the last moment, so uh, I decided, hey, why not uh, kind of talk about a lot of the things that I was uh, that I had prepared for that podcast tonight during the game. So I'm not going to. If you're a Jazz fan, I apologize. I'm not going to be breaking down the the Utah team as much. This will be more of a uh, like a Phoenix Suns broadcast. But I've got a lot to talk about. And at halftime, I uh, I figured I would break down DeAndre Ayton's overall game because he is uh, obviously a crucial part of this uh, Phoenix Suns team and moving forward, not only this season, but uh, for years to come. Looks like the normal starting lineups for both teams, for the Suns in the backcourt, it's Chris Paul and Devin Booker, forwards Mikael Bridges and Jay Crowder, and Ayton at center. For the Jazz, it's Conley and Mitchell in the backcourt, O'Neal Bogdanovich at the forward spots, and Rudy Gobert at center. The Suns wearing their the Valley uniforms. They're real. They're real neat. And mostly black with uh, some uh, some rainbow coloring kind of at the center. As uh, the Suns win the tip, Jazz and they're all white road uniforms. Phoenix going from left to right here in this opening quarter. Paul guarded by Mike Conley gets it up top to eight and hand off to Crowder. Crowder guarded by Bogdanovich throws it left wing. Booker coming off the screen. He'll take a three. That's short. Rebound, Mitchell. Mitchell will jog it up into the front court, guarded by Bridges. He'll cross over, gets to the line, to the lane, throws the lob to Gobert, and he finishes with a ferocious right-hand slam. Mitchell there rejecting the screen and uh, catching Bridges off guard, which got him the step and, and freed up the lob. Here's Paul, throws it left side to Booker. Booker gets into the paint, back out to Paul. Paul will now wait for a screen from Ayton. He'll get it driving right. Pulls up at the elbow, now kicks it out, Bridges, back to Paul on the wing, back to a cutting Bridges, but his layup is off the mark. The ball is knocked out of bounds by Ayton, it'll be Utah basketball. So the Jazz with a 2-0 lead here as we're approaching the uh, a minute gone by in this opening period. Mitchell again handling it for the Jazz. Guarded by Crowder, looking for Conley, good denial there from Booker. Now he'll find Gobert on the right wing, hands it back to Mitchell. Mitchell now gets a screen going left. Pulls up at the free throw line, step back jumper from 16 is no good. And DeAndre Ayton able to hold off Gobert for the board. Here's Chris Paul pushing it for Phoenix, gets to the free throw line, kicks it to Ayton, the trailer. He'll put up a 17-footer and get it to go. DeAndre Ayton knots up the game at 2, 10.30 to go in this opening quarter. Here's 
Conley with the basketball on the right wing. Beautiful crossover. Goes towards the baseline. Can't hit the jumper. Picked up by Crowder. Crowder gets it to Paul over left wing to Bridges. Up top, Booker. Deep three off the heel. Rebound, O'Neal. O'Neal gets it to Mitchell on the left sideline. Now to the left wing. Guarded by Paul. Crosses over. Gets into the paint. Puts up a floater over Aiton. No good. And Aiton gets the rebound. Good help defense there to force the uh, the tough floater. Here's Chris Paul driving in. Gets over to his favorite spot just right of the lane there from about 12, 13 feet and drills it. Chris Paul, obviously one of the best mid-range shooters the game has ever seen. Here's Gobert with the ball at the top. Throws it to Mitchell on a back cut. Has the ball poked away and it goes out of bounds. It will go back to the Suns. Phoenix leading it 4-2, 9.47 to go in this opening quarter. Here is Chris Paul dribbling over the left wing, guarded by Conley, gets a screen from Booker, now switched on to by O'Neal. Paul up top to Aiton, he'll look for Booker on the block, guarded by Conley, backs down, gets double team, kicks it out, Paul, five on the shot clock, he'll jab step, then take the three and drill it. So Chris Paul with five straight, and the Suns lead at 7-2, 9.20 to go in the first. Here's Bogdanovich left side to Mitchell. Mitchell into the corner to Bogdanovich. He'll drive baseline on Crowder, cut off. Now keeps his dribble, backing down, now gets into the paint. Crowder falls, and he gets the charge call. Bogdanovich thought that was a flop, but uh, nonetheless, it'll go the other way. I think that's a fair call. Bogdanovich uh, used that off arm to push Crowder. Paul will walk it up into the front court. Again, Phoenix going from left to right here in the first. Paul gets a screen for Booker. Now switched on to by O'Neal. Looks like Phoenix trying to get that mismatch with Booker guarded by Conley. He'll throw it to Booker. Now backs down a left side, gets doubled. Throws it cross court to Bridges, but he can't handle the pass. Pass was a little bit off the mark to Bridges' left. Bobbled it out of bounds, so Utah will get it back. 8.49 to go in the period. The Suns off to a five-point lead here, 7-2. Here's Conley at the top, gets a screen from Gobert. Booker went under, but Conley can't make him pay. Off the back of the rim, rebound Paul. Paul dribbles to the top, throws it right wing, Crowder right back to Paul. Paul now will get a screen from Aiton. Snakes the, the pick and roll, gets to the free throw line, has Conley on his back, dribbles over to his right and hits that same jumper that he has hit thousands of times in his career. That one going to his right as Conley now dribbling under the rim. Phoenix with a good start, 9-2 edge here. Conley throws it up top to Mitchell. Mitchell near the half-court line, awaiting a screen from O'Neal. He'll get it. A little bit of confusion from the Suns as uh, Mitchell finds Bogdanovich left wing. Decent look, but he can't convert. So rough shooting start so far for the Jazz. Here's Booker. Drives right, gets pushed from behind by Conley. He went up for the shot. I doubt it'll be in the shooting motion. Yeah, it'll be, uh, or actually, no, they're going to say it was in the shooting motion. As, uh, that was one of those plays where it appeared that Booker got uh, got pushed a little bit from behind and then went up, reacting to the contact. But the referees giving him the uh, will give him the free throws here. First one from Booker is up and in. Booker and Paul, obviously uh, the the leaders of this team. The two best players. Big reason why they've had such a sensational season. Both of them playing. Excellent basketball. As the second free throw goes in, we've got a whistle here. Not sure what the what this call is. Seven fifty-nine to go in the first. After those two free throws, Phoenix 
takes an 11-2 lead. Yeah, Chris Paul has just been uh, has just been sensational. Even at uh, at age 35, he uh, he is continuing to just put up unbelievable numbers. He's got career highs at 92.5 percent at the free throw line. He's at 53 percent from the mid range. You know, he's he's always been one of the best shooting guards ever, and uh, he's having a career year from there. And and. Uh, mind you, that's also on a ton of volume. He's uh, 198 out of 372 from the mid-range. That's, that accounts for 63% of his total attempts. But when you shoot it at 53%, it's pretty efficient offense. He loves snaking that pick and roll, either forcing the switch or, you know, if they don't, if they play it conventionally, he can usually keep that defender on his back and, and get into that jumper because he does have a little bit of fade on that shot. As here's Conley out of the timeout, gets to the free throw line, puts up the right hand floater, no good. Rebound, Booker. Again, the Jazz off to a ice cold start. Here's Booker on the right wing, gets a screen from Aiton, gets O'Neal on his back. He'll take the uh, mid range jumper going to his right, and he hits. Almost a carbon copy of that shot Chris Paul likes to go to, but Booker as well having an unbelievable season from the mid range. Here's Conley with the ball on the left wing. Gets a screen from Gobert. Dribbling with his right hand. Finds O'Neal right wing three. That's off the back of the iron. No good. Rebound Booker. Phoenix 13, Utah 2 as we approach seven minutes to go in this first quarter. Booker to line to lane. Tries to hit Aiton on the roll as uh, Gobert came over to help, but uh, the pass was off the mark. And it'll be a turnover, and we will get a timeout by the Jazz here as they trail by 11 early. Booker also uh, a career high from the mid-range. He's shooting 51% from the mid-range, and that's even more attempts than Paul. He's taken 400 mid-range attempts, hitting, and he's hit 204 of those. That's 47% of his total shot attempts. So, you know, that's that's one thing that has been very interesting, you know, that has sort of propelled this Suns offense to number seven in the league is, you know, teams often are conceding those mid-range shots. And normally they're they're content with uh, with their opposition taking it. But when it's Chris Paul and Devin Booker taking those shots, they're they're extremely efficient shots. So they uh, they put a lot of pressure on defenses to play differently than they do against basically 90% of the league uh, because they're scoring in a, in a zone that defenses usually are, are happy conceding. Take a look at uh, some scores from around the NBA. The Washington Wizards knocked off the Orlando Magic earlier, 131 to 116. The Indiana Pacers won a high-scoring affair against the Minnesota Timberwolves, 141-137. to The game that just ended right before this one on ESPN, the Brooklyn Nets dispatched the New Orleans Pelicans in convincing fashion, 139-111. to The Boston Celtics got a tight two-point win over the New York Knicks, 101-99. The Memphis Grizzlies took care of the Atlanta Hawks on the road even. Memphis winning at 131 to 113. And the Houston Rockets, I think losers of I believe 25 of their last 27 games have uh, 
have won one tonight against the Dallas Mavericks, 102-93. Another final tonight, the Charlotte Hornets went on the road and defeated the Oklahoma City Thunder, 113-102. And we've got one other game that is, uh, that is going on, that is still going on, and that is the Denver Nuggets hosting the San Antonio Spurs. Denver, in the early moments of the third quarter, lead it 54 252. Again, if you're just joining me, this is Garrett Bouguet on my podcast, my weekly podcast, Duncan Dynasty. This is a special live episode, League Pass Radio Edition. I'm going to be bringing you the entirety of this game between the, the Utah Jazz and the Phoenix Suns. And we'll uh, be giving you some, some advanced statistics along the way, mostly uh, with... Uh, I shouldn't say mostly, completely on the, uh, the the Phoenix side of things. Watched a decent chunk of Phoenix Suns basketball in the last week or so. I believe I've seen five plus of their last eight games, and they've been playing they've been playing really well. So it's been it's been a fun it's been a fun time getting to know this team a little bit better. As out of the commercial break, we've got the Utah Jazz going from right to left here in this first quarter. Joe Ingles gets it to Donovan Mitchell, guarded by Bridges. Mitchell on the left wing tries to get it in to Bogdanovich. Ball pass deflected but picked up. Bogdanovich now backing down on Booker. Gets into the paint, turns over the left shoulder, and gets a friendly roll off the front of the rim. Bogdanovich using his size and strength there over the shorter Booker to get Utah a desperately needed basket. Phoenix 13, Utah 4 here. Chris Paul with the basketball on the right elbow. Gets it inside to Aiton. Aiton a little beautiful shoulder shimmy on Favors, but can't hit the right-hand jump hook. That one was halfway down and out. Here's Ingles on the right wing up top to Bogdanovich. Now left wing to Mitchell. Mitchell guarded by Bridges. He'll isolate, pull up from three. That one's short rebound Crowder. Crowder will walk it up into the front court, gets it to Chris Paul. Paul now will get a screen from Aiton. Paul will snake the snake the pick and roll. Beautiful step back, a crossover, puts up the mid-ranger from the right elbow. That's short. Rebound favors. He'll get it to Mitchell. Mitchell crosses over, gets to the line, to the lane, puts it up and in with the right hand. Beautiful move there, splitting the defense with that crossover move. Before Phoenix could get set, here's Paul now coming right back. Jumper off the right side on the right of the lane. Can't get it to go. Rebound Utah. Here's Ingles now at the top of the key. Gets a screen from Favors going right. Picks up his dribble up top to Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich guarded by Crowder. Now will call for a screen from Favors. We'll get it going left. We'll get around DeAndre. Beautiful little hesitation. It looked like he was going to pull up for about a 10-footer, but then was able to sneak around Aiton and get that layup in with the right hand on the left side. Phoenix 13, Utah 8 now, 5.18 to go in the first. Here's Booker, left of the lane, pulls up, over favors, no good. Rebound O'Neal. O'Neal will get it to Ingles on the right sideline, guarded by Bridges. Ingles will await a screen from Favors. Now we'll get it going right, finds Favors for a mid-range jumper. That one's off the mark. Rebound Crowder. Crowder will get it to Paul. Paul gets a screen, going right. Throws the lob up to Favor, or excuse me, throws the lob up to Ayton. And he puts it up and in, taps it in with his left hand off the backboard and in. Got that one off the over the contesting favors there. Suns lead back to seven. Here's Mitchell driving along the baseline on the left side. Beautiful block 
by DeAndre Ayton coming over late. It'll be out of bounds to the Jazz. Yeah, beautiful touch there from Ayton, just guiding that one in with the left hand on that uh, lob pass from Chris Paul. Mitchell will inbound it on the, uh, the near baseline. We'll get it into Ingles' left corner. Guarded by Booker up top to Favors. Favors looking inside for Ingles, but it's stolen away by Bridges. Bridges now will push it up for the Suns, up top to Aiden. He's thinking about the three. He'll take it. And that one's off the mark. Rebound Mitchell. Mitchell now finds Ingles' left wing. Crowder recovers, though. He'll kick it to Royce O'Neal. That three is short. Rebound Cameron Payne. He'll push it. He tries to get it up under O'Neal, but O'Neal blocked it. Back comes Utah. Here's Bogdanovich. Left wing triple is good. So the Utah Jazz on a nice little run here. And they have cut the Phoenix Suns lead to four. As we're under four minutes to go in this opening period. Here's Booker with the ball up top. Guarded by O'Neal. Getting a screen from Aiton going left. Now we'll snake the pick over to the right side. Guarded by Favors. Tries to throw it up, but the pass is short. Picked off by Favors. But he tries to outlet. And that's stolen by Cameron Payne, who then drills the free throw line jumper. Phoenix 17, Utah 11, 3.35 to go in the first. Here's Mitchell with the basketball, crosses over, drives right of the lane, and there's going to be a foul on Bridges on the bump on the drive. Mitchell is uh, is quite effective at that, uh, that little uh, sneaky crossover where he gets you thinking he's going left and then quickly changes directions. Almost surprises the defender or lulls the defender to sleep. So Aiton and Bridges will sit out. Coming in for the Suns, it's Saric, Dario Saric, and Cameron Johnson. Here's Mitchell, gets a screen going right, pulls up on the right wing, and drills the triple. So Mitchell cuts the Suns' lead now down to three. Here's Saric with the ball at the top. We'll hand it off to Booker. Booker drives right to the free throw line, pulls up from there. That one's no good. Rebound Saric. He puts up a little floater from five feet and gets it to go. Favors thought he got pushed on that one, which allowed Saric to get that rebound. Phoenix 19, Utah 14, three minutes to go in the first. Here's Ingles, left wing to Clarkson. Clarkson will get a screen from Favors. Will pull up for three. That was a tough one. Contested. No good. Rebound Saric. It's Saric, Crowder, Booker, Johnson, and Payne for the Suns. Here's Payne with the basketball now. Dribbling over the right wing, up top to Booker. Gets a screen from Sarge. Beautiful pocket pass. Sarge rumbling down the lane, and he draws the foul. And we will get another timeout with 2.40 to go in this first quarter with the Suns leading it 19-14. to One of the things, you know, we've seen... Uh, Chris Paul, obviously, and, and Devin Booker dominate from the mid-range. But, you know, I, I don't think anyone underrate, underrates uh, Chris Paul's passing. But I think a lot of people underrate Devin Booker's passing skills. And the fact that those two are, are the Suns' main scorers, got the guys with the biggest usage rates, the fact that they are both unselfish, very good passers, I think sort of bleeds over to the rest of the roster. This has been one of the best passing teams in the NBA, top five in assist rate. And, uh, you know, one of the things that Chris Paul is so good at is 
recognizing uh, when when he's running that pick and roll when teams aren't switching it and they're they're giving him too much attention. He's so good at that little, especially when he's playing with Saric, who is popping those pick and rolls. He's so good at that sort of behind-the-back pass as he dribbles and draws that big defender, that behind-the-back pass, which is obviously the, the quickest pass to to get it back to the pop pop big, and it also gives the defense the, the least amount of time to recover, which oftentimes leads to wide-open shots, and Saric has gotten a ton of those wide-open threes at the top of the key, mainly due to that uh, that, that pass that Paul is, is so good at. And then one thing Booker is excellent at as a passer, and, you know, you it's something that I think he's developed over the years is he's just such a good isolation scorer that he's uh, he's really gotten better at understanding when the defense is loading up on his side of the court and you know he doesn't even really have to make a a move to score he can he can make a move to pass either just a, a simple dribble draw the defense that extra step and and make a skip pass or a pass to a guy lurking along the baseline the two of them have just been excellent at uh, getting their teammates involved and, and making everyone feel a part of uh, a part of it on the offensive end. And that's been a big part, you know, with with Jay Crowder. He's been a guy that I think over the years has uh, has had some some major up and down runs shooting the basketball. You know, of course, with Miami last year, they they run that real egalitarian off style offense, and and he shot extremely well for them uh, when he was with Cleveland and LeBron James, which was a lot of just watch LeBron and stand and wait to get the ball. He was terrible uh, shooting the basketball in in that environment. But with this Suns team, Crowder has has shot quite well, uh, around thirty nine percent this season. And he's doing it on a ton of attempts too. He's he's always been a guy that uh, that uh, is not shy. And Crowder also forty percent on above the break threes this season. So another uh, another testament to him helping their floor spacing. Seventy three percent of Crowder's attempts are uh, from the three point line. So that's a big part of his offensive diet. As uh, back from commercial, we've got Saric at the free throw line. The first one rattles in and out. 2.40 to go in this opening period. Saric will try to make this a six-point game, and he does. Phoenix 20, Utah 14. It's Conley, Niang, Ingles, Gobert, and Clarkson out on the floor for the Jazz. Here's Ingles with the basketball, gets a screen from Gobert going left, finds Gobert rolling. He picks up his dribble, finds Clarkson right wing three. That's off the heel. Rebound, Cameron Payne. Payne up top to Crowder, back to Payne. Payne gets a screen going left, pull-up jumper, that one's short. Rebound Gobert. He'll get it to Joe Ingles, who will push it down the right sideline. Now we'll get a screen from Gobert going left towards the top. To the line, to the lane, gets all the way to the hoop, scoops it up and in with the left hand, plus the foul. Dario Saric doesn't, uh, doesn't agree and is wagging his finger and looking at the uh, the Suns coaching staff to say, challenge this, but I'm not sure it's worth it for a single point because he, he he made the bucket, so he gets just one free throw. Typically, you want to save those challenges for, you know, a three-point foul or, or something that uh, has a little bit more value. Ingles having a superb season, 
Free throw for him is off the back of the iron. Rebound, Gobert. He'll fight for it, and it's knocked out of bounds. It will go to the Suns. Gobert not happy with that call. Looks like maybe the refs will talk about it. And it will remain with the Jazz. 2.01 to go in the first. Phoenix 20, Utah 16. Conley will inbound it. Gets it into Ingles. Back to Conley. Conley now gets a screen from Gobert. Going left. Throws it. Skip past in Yang. Right corner to the right wing to Ingles. His step back three. No good. Fight for the rebound. Torrey Craig came in from behind and was able to poke that away. Booker dives on the floor and was, I believe, trying to call time. But they're going to call a jump ball. Gobert didn't like that uh, that play from Craig coming from behind. He thought that was a foul on the on the rebound. So it looks like it'll be Niang and Booker jumping it up at the free throw line, and Booker wins it. Not expected there with the height difference, but Booker, uh, you know, a better athlete as uh, Payne gets the ball left wing up top to Saric, finds a cutting Booker into the corner. Craig fakes the three back to Saric. Saric. Isolating against Gobert, thinks better of it, kicks it back out to Johnson. Johnson drives to the paint, kicks it right wing Cameron Payne, fakes the three, steps in. 18-footer is short, rebound Niang. He'll get it to Ingles. Ingles over the right wing. Ingles up top to Clarkson. Clarkson guarded by Craig. Now we'll get a screen from Gobert. Dribbles left, pulls up from three, and hits. Jordan Clarkson drills the left wing triple. And the Jazz, after struggling early, have cut the Suns' lead down to one as we approach one minute to go. In the first period, here's Payne with the basketball guarded by Conley. Now will drive right, gets to the elbow, back to Saric. Now back to Cameron Payne. Defended by Gobert, stumbles, maintains his dribble, kicks it out. Booker, Booker dribbles in, one step from the inside the three-point line, pulls up. That one's no good. Rebound, Gobert gets it to Clarkson right wing. 44 in the game clock. Clarkson drives right along the baseline, finds Niang, left corner three. That one's well long. Rebound, though, by Gobert, and he puts it up with the right hand at the front of the rim. So Gobert has given the Jazz a 21-20 edge with 30 seconds to go in the game clock. Here's uh, Saric, left wing to Payne, and we're going to get an offensive foul on Devin Booker as Mike Conley was fronting the post, and uh, Booker gave him a little bit of a shove there. So there's 26.2 on the game clock, so a 2.2-second differential as a Utah can run it just about out here. As Conley will dribble it into the front court, and he is holding it at the half-court line. Now with 10 on the game clock, we'll get a screen. Now switched on to by Torrey Craig, and we've got an offensive foul going the other way, as it looks like Clarkson... After he got switched onto by Payne, tried to post up and was a little bit too physical there for the ref's liking. And maybe, you know, got an arm up high and uh, Payne sold it. So the Suns will get it back with 8.3. They get it into Devin Booker. Booker double teamed on the left wing, tries to throw a cross court pass to Johnson, but it's picked off by Gobert. Gobert gets it to Clarkson and he will not get the shot off prior to the end of the opening quarter. So a great start for the Suns, but then the Jazz respond, and at the end of one, it's Utah 21, Phoenix 20. Give you the uh, first quarter stats here momentarily once I pull that up. 
All right, for the Jazz, they shot just 9 of 25 in that first quarter, 36% from the field, 3 of 14 from downtown. Got to the free throw line just once, and uh, Ingles missed it. They uh, Leading the way individually for the Jazz with 7, it's uh, Boyan Bogdanovich. He's 3 of 4 from the field, 1 of 2 from downtown. With five points, Donovan Mitchell, two of six from the field, one of two from the three-point line, two rebounds and an assist for him. Rudy Gobert with four points, three rebounds, and a steal in the early going, two of two from the field for the Stifle Tower. Royce O'Neal, 0 for 2 from the field, no points, but a couple of rebounds and a block for him. Had a great uh, chase-down block in that first quarter. And Mike Conley also with a with a bagel in that opening quarter, 0-3 from the field. Off the bench for the Jazz, Jordan Clarkson with three points, 1-4 shooting, 1-4 from three. And Ingles with two points on 1-2 from the field, including a rebound and an assist. Favors uh, in his five minutes, uh, collected three rebounds and a steal. Also had a couple of turnovers and was 0-1 shooting. In terms of rebounding, the Suns winning that battle 14-12. The Suns shot 8 of 21 in the uh, the opening period, 38.1%. Just 1 of 4 from the three-point line, 3 of 4 from the charity stripe. Leading the way, Chris Paul with 7 points on 3 of 5 shooting, 1 of 1 from 3 and a couple of assists. 4 points for DeAndre Ayton in his 8 minutes, 2 of 4 from the field, including 2 rebounds. Jay Crowder... Uh, has uh, yet to take a shot, but he does have four rebounds to his name. That's another thing Crowder does a decent job of beyond the, the three-point shooting that, uh, that that he has provided this year. He is a, an excellent, uh, you know, an above-average, I should say, defensive rebounder. He's in the 71st percentile for his position on the defensive glass. Mikael Bridges, zero points, but he does have a steal. 0-for-1 shooting for Bridges. And Booker off to a really rough start. Four points, one of six from the field, 0 of two from downtown, two of two from the free throw line, four rebounds and an assist, and five turnovers in that opening quarter for Devin Booker. So really poor start for uh, one of the Suns' top two guys there. Off the bench, Dario Saric with three points in four minutes, one of one from the field and a couple of rebounds. Cameron Payne has two points on one of four shooting, including a rebound and a steal. Torrey Craig and uh, and Cam Johnson, both with bagels, they have yet, either neither of them have, have uh, attempted a shot as of yet, as we're uh, about to get underway with the second period. We're getting a look at uh, Quinn Snyder here. As coming out of the timeout, Utah has possession going from right to left in this second period. Mike Conley. Throws it to Clarkson. It's Conley, Clarkson, Gobert, Niang, and Ingles for the Jazz. Clarkson will pull up top of the key three. That's no good. Rebound Saric. It's Saric, Johnson, Paul, Javon Carter, and Torrey Craig for Phoenix. Here's Saric with the ball right elbow, guarded by Gobert. Dribbling with his left hand, hands it off to Paul. Paul now will get a screen going to the left elbow, back to Saric, fakes the shot. Gobert smothering him. Saric able to get his body into him, tries to put a flip shot up off the glass but can't get the bounce. Rebound Ingles. Ingles gets it to Conley. Conley to the line, to the lane, gets all the way to the hoop, puts up the right-hand floater from about four feet and hits. 
That's the one issue with uh, Dario Saric in as uh, the Suns' typical backup center. Not the greatest shot-blocking presence. I don't think Conley would, would shoot that uh, attempt over most centers in the NBA. Here's Johnson. He misses the shot. Rebound Saric. He'll kick it out. Javon Carter, right corner three. That's no good. Rebound Niang. He'll get it to Clarkson. Clarkson, right wing, guarded by Cameron Johnson. Clarkson goes between his legs, up top to Ingles. Ingles now awaiting a screen from Gobert. Won't take it. Throws it right wing. Clarkson goes behind the back. Cam Johnson read it and gets the steal. Chris Paul with the fast break. It's five on one. Johnson, a beautiful bounce to Torrey Craig, and he is fouled by Niang. Can't get it to go, but he will go to the line. Niang with good hustle getting back there as uh, for a while it was all five Phoenix Suns against Joe Ingles on that transition opportunity. So given the circumstances, it's probably a decent result for the Jazz that the Suns just uh, get two free throws out of it. Craig with the first. It's up and off the back of the iron. No good. I've been utterly confused at uh, teams not being uh, overly excited about Torrey Craig being on their roster. We saw it with <laughs> we saw it with uh, with the Denver Nuggets. They had an opportunity to re-sign him on his qualifying offer, which I think was like under four million. So for a guy that can be a rotation piece, as Craig hits the second. I'm surprised that they wouldn't have done that, and they let him walk. As uh, Here is Joe Ingles with the basketball driving left, kicks it cross court to Conley right wing, gets a screen from Gobert, now snakes the pick and roll, gets to the free throw line, now dribbles left of the lane, switched on to by Ayton. Five on the shot clock, Conley goes between the legs, tries to step back into the corner, Ayton shuts him off, Conley throws up a right-handed prayer and can't get it to go, rebound Johnson. Johnson will get it to Paul. Good switch defense there from Ayton. As Paul dribbles the basketball, goes, gnashes it under the rim. Guarded by Gobert. Now will pull up from the left short corner and hit. Paul knots the game up at 23. 9.50 to go in the first half. Conley gets it to Jordan Clarkson on the left side. Now will call for a screen from Gobert. Gets it going left. Will pull up over Aiton and that one's short. Niang comes in though from the right corner. Gets the rebound, but Craig gets the block. Fight for it and it's picked up by Carter. Carter will push it for Phoenix, gets it to Craig, left wing into the corner, Johnson for three, and he drills it. Cameron Johnson has become a corner specialist this season, shooting 45% from the corners. And the Suns now lead it 26-23. Here's Clarkson with the basketball. Again, another nice defensive play there from Craig, the guy that nobody seems to want. Milwaukee gave up on him as well for, for no apparent reason. As uh, Gobert drives left on, on uh, DeAndre Ayton and gets it to go. Bit of a flip shot as uh, he was trying to do the dribble handoff game, but nobody was open. As here's Chris Paul, pulls up from the right wing. That one's no good. Rebound Gobert. Gobert gets it to Ingles. Ingles dribbles with his left hand, gets a staggered screen at the top, hands off to Conley. Conley now gets a screen going right, pulls up from the top of the key. That's short. Rebound Craig. Craig gets it to Chris Paul. He's pressured at the half-court line, but he finds Cameron Johnson, who goes in for the layup. No, but he is fouled, as Rudy Gobert got what looked like a pretty clean block up top, but uh, maybe got it a little bit on the body. But yeah, so you had two teams in, in Denver and Milwaukee that decided we don't want a rotation-level wing on our roster, and, and Phoenix just really picked him up for hardly anything before the deadline. 
and uh, he's become a, a permanent fixture of this, uh, you know, nine or ten man Suns rotation. First one is up and in. Looks like Craig will now take a seat, but he's also a good he's a good fit with uh, with Johnson as Johnson can can kind of be more of the the floor spacer wing off the bench and Craig can cut and offensive rebound and, and play defense as the uh, second free throw goes for Johnson so he hits both and the Suns lead back up to three 28-25 eight and a half to go in the first half here is Mike Conley guarded by Carter throws it right wing to Ingles curling off a pin-down action. He'll find Niang in the left corner, but that's off the mark. Rebound Johnson, and he is fouled by Conley. Conley tried to get over and get in Johnson's path, but was definitely late. And uh, took the brunt of that contact, but looks like Conley's all right. So it'll be out of bounds to the Suns as Bogdanovich checks back in, as well as uh, Donovan Mitchell and Derek Favors for the Jazz. Very much been a defensive affair so far in this one. Both teams shooting under 38%. As we've got a bit of a delay here, as uh, now we're back, as Paul will get it, guarded by Ingles. Now we'll get a screen from Sarich. Paul. Dribbles right of the lane, pulls up from 12 and hits. So third time he's gotten to that area, basically between the uh, the right elbow and the baseline and just right of the lane. He loves pulling up there, and he has a little bit of a fade to his shot, so it's hard to block. As uh, Coming off a screen, it's Mitchell pulls up from the right wing. That's no good. Rebound Cameron Johnson. He'll get it to Paul. Paul gets a screen from Sarich. Paul attacks, gets to that same exact spot, and it's pure again. Chris Paul putting on a show here. Here is Bogdanovich. Throws it up top. Mitchell left side to Clarkson. Clarkson pressured by Carter. Now we'll get a screen from Favors. Pulls up from the top of the key. That one rattles in and out. Clarkson has taken nothing but very difficult contested pull-up threes and hasn't been able to convert. Here's Paul. Has the ball poked away from Clarkson by Clarkson from behind. Clarkson will push it. And his layup in transition is blocked by Cam Johnson. The Suns bench love that. As a Johnson hustling back. That's been one thing that uh, has impressed with Cam Johnson. You know, he's, he's, he's certainly not, I would say, an above-average defensive player, but he plays hard. He doesn't look completely lost athletically out there. He moves his feet reasonably well. You know, that was something that I think a lot of people did not like about his, his potential coming out of the draft, as well as the fact that he was uh, a much older rookie. Here's the ball to Mitchell with five on the shot clock on the right wing. Crosses over past Carter. Puts up the layup off the glass. No. Good contest from Sarich late. And the Suns have a five on four here. Carter, right wing, fakes the three, looking for Bridges. He's got it in the right corner. Back to Carter. Wide open three is no good. Rebound favors. The Jazz catch a break there. So the Suns can't take advantage of Mitchell falling down on that layup attempt. And uh, Mitchell will drive into the paint, and it's Cam Johnson, I believe, that will reach in and commit the foul. We've got a timeout here with the score. The Phoenix Suns 32, the Utah Jazz 25, with 6.43 to go in the second quarter. But yeah, the interesting thing about Johnson, you know, he, he was uh, obviously considered the best shooter in that uh, draft class last year. 
and he hasn't quite been the sharpshooter that I think people thought. He's uh, he's shooting just 32% on above-the-break threes this season. And yes, he uh, as I mentioned, he's become more of a corner specialist, hitting 45% of those. Overall, he's at 38%, which, you know, is is slightly above average, but not uh, not something that uh, you know he hasn't been a shooter that teams are just you know absolutely terrified of uh, of letting fire but uh, you know he's he's shown a, a little bit of a tendency to be able to do more than just spot up he uh, he can uh, you know he's pretty comfortable especially along that uh, that right baseline of of faking that corner three taking a dribble or two in and pulling up from 15 feet. He's shown some comfortability with that and also, you know, making a play where he dribbles in, draws the next defender, and, and makes the next play. So he, I think as far as his, uh, you know, the analysis of him coming out of the draft, I think he's a much better all-around basketball player than than was expected and maybe not quite as good as a, as a shooting prospect. But, you know, he's young, and, and that can improve, you know, 38%. You, we've seen guys in the past go from 38 to 40 to 42 over the course of a couple of seasons, so not saying this is who he's going to be. But, uh, you know, again, at, at his age, he, 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 was a, he was an older rookie. He's already 25, so, uh, you know, he, he's already older than Devin Booker, for instance, who's been in the league for six years. Uh, so we'll see if, uh, if he makes – you know, a ton of improvements moving forward. But, uh, you know, for the 11th overall pick, I think the Suns can be reasonably content that they've got a solid rotation player out of that selection. And, you know, that, that trade, they, they had the sixth pick, and they traded that to Minnesota, and Minnesota ended up taking Jarrett Culver with that pick. And uh, the Suns also got Dario Saric, who they re-signed this past offseason, and he's been their, their backup center and has been pretty good at that role. So they got two quality rotation pieces out of the sixth pick in the draft, which, you know, pretty decent business when a lot of people were killing them for, for that trade and uh, subsequent pick with Johnson thinking that was a huge reach at the time. But again, speaking back to, to Tory Craig, you know, teams giving up on him. He's, you know, I just think he's a he's a solid guy. He's a good offensive rebounder. He's been in the 95th percentile or better in all four of his NBA seasons. He's a good cutter. His steal rate is up. He's at 2%. Uh, he was at 2% in Milwaukee, which was the 88th percentile, and he's at 2.7% in Phoenix, which is the 100th percentile. So making plays defensively, he obviously is versatile. He's, he's big and strong. He can hold up and defend multiple positions. So, uh, you know, really, really good pickup for the Suns as uh, we're back from commercial break. Here's Donovan Mitchell with the ball at the top of the key. He hands it to Favors. Back to Mitchell. Favors sets the screen. Mitchell pulls up from 17 feet over Saric and hits. So Donovan Mitchell cuts the Suns lead to five as we've got six and a half to go in this opening half. Here's Chris Paul with the ball guarded by Ingles. Dribbles to his left up top to Saric. Saric thought about the jumper against Favors. Now finds Booker, left wing. He'll drive into the paint, gets it up and in off the glass with the left hand. Beautiful move from Booker. He was pressured by Mitchell, but able to get that one up and in around him. So Phoenix 34, Utah 27, 
as we hit the halfway mark of this second quarter. Here's Mitchell driving in. His left-handed layup is no good off the glass. Rebound, Booker. He'll push it. Crosses over, gets to the line, to the lane, lays it up and in with the left hand again off the glass. And Booker with four straight, and the Suns now lead 36-27. Here's Clarkson, left wing to Mitchell. Mitchell guarded by Paul. Now they'll set a screen, switched onto by Booker. Now right wing to Bogdanovich, penetrating against Bridges and just uses his size to put up a little floater off the glass with the right hand. Here's Paul coming right back down. Paul in the corner, guarded by Favors. They uh, had, to, had to match up because Paul frantically pushed it down. Now Paul will get into Saric on the block, guarded by Ingles. Saric gets into the paint, kicks it out to Paul. Paul with six on the shot clock, guarded by Favors. Step back three right wing. That one's offline. Rebound Mitchell. Jazz trailing by seven here. Here's Mitchell, right wing to Clarkson, drives into the paint. Now will spin around Cameron Johnson, puts it up. With the right hand, no, but Favors is there for the tap, the tap in. So Phoenix's lead cut to five, 4.50 to go in this first half. Here's Booker with the ball on the right wing, guarded by Mitchell. Now we'll get a screen from Sarge going left. He gets into the paint, puts it up with the left hand. Nobody draws the foul. So Devin Booker attacking, and, and that's been something I've also been very impressed with, and, and I think it's been something that Booker has improved on over the years as he has gotten better and better uh, being unpredictable, being able to go right or left, and also the ability to finish very difficult shots with that uh, with that weak hand as he hits the first free throw. So Booker, after a rough start going one for six, he's hit his last two and now uh, has, has hit that free throw, so looking for six straight points. Chris Paul will check out for the Suns. And Crowder and Payne will check back in for Phoenix. So it's Mitchell, Bogdanovich, Clarkson, Favors, and O'Neal for the Jazz. It's Crowder, Bridges, Ayton, Booker, and Payne for Phoenix. As pick and roll run by the Jazz, Bogdanovich tries to put up a floater with the right hand. That's no good. Rebound Phoenix. Payne, right wing to Bridges, inside to Ayton. Guarded by Favors. Good position. Ayton turns over the right shoulder, but it's blocked by Favors. That's where maybe using the left hand would have uh, given him that ability to get that shot off, but he tried to shoot over the right shoulder with the right hand, and Favors was right there. Here's O'Neal, left wing to Clarkson. Clarkson gets switched onto by Bridges at the top. Dribbles left, back up top O'Neal, right wing Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich drives right, spins into the paint, gets fouled, and will get to the line. He can't convert. But uh, it was good initial defense there from Crowder, cutting him off and uh, anticipating the spin, but... I believe it was Cameron Payne that reached in there from, from the top to to uh, get the arm of Bogdanovich, which will send him to the line. They were showing the, uh, the comparison there on ESPN of uh, Mitchell and Booker. Their stats are, are very similar as Bogdanovich hits the first. Mitchell with a slight edge in, in three-point percentage and... Uh, and assist per game. But frankly, I think I think Booker is the better passer of the two. It's just, you know, he is he's not on the ball as much anymore. He's gone, especially when Chris Paul is out there, as the second free throw is no good, rebound Crowder. With when Chris Paul is out there, Booker is more of just a scorer and, and Paul can be the playmaker. As here is Booker off the curl, dribbles over to the right elbow. 
gets Gobert in the air and draws the foul. No, they're going to call a travel. Uh, I do not agree with that call. It looked like Booker went into a jump stop. Yeah, I can't believe that. <laughs> so, I think that was a missed call. As uh, Mike Conley now with the basketball gets a screen from Bogdanovich, tries throws it back to Bogdanovich, pick and pop right wing off the heel, rebound Bridges. Bridges gets it to Payne, who will walk it up into the front court to Bridges. Left wing Crowder fakes the three. Now will take it, and that one rattles out. He had Mitchell fly by, was able to get it off, but uh, that was halfway down and, and back as uh, Bogdanovich tries to cross over on Bridges and he pokes it away with those long arms of his. It will be out of bounds. It will remain with Utah. 16 on the shot clock, 318 on the second quarter game clock. Phoenix 38, Utah 32. Ball inbounded to Gobert. Gobert. Dribbling over the right wing, tries to get it to Mitchell. Initially denied by Bridges, but he finally gets it to him. Mitchell drives left of the lane, can't finish. Fight for the rebound, it's tipped around and picked up by Payne. Payne will push it. Cross match with Gobert, he'll just pull up for a straight on three and drill it. Rudy Gobert there, you know, uh, I think realized his assignment, but just let Payne walk into that wide open three. Here's Conley coming back down. DeAndre Ayton with a beautiful block and gets it to Booker. Booker now will push it for Phoenix. Booker, pull up from the free throw line, and he hits. Timeout, Utah and Quinn Snyder as the Phoenix Suns have gone on a bit of a run and now lead it 43-32. Devin Booker going back over to the ref that called the travel a few possessions ago and, uh, you know, having a word with him. But back-to-back possessions there for Phoenix where they, uh, they get a stop, Push it in transition. The Jazz aren't matched up, and it leads to it led to a wide open three for Payne, and then a wide open 15 foot free throw line jumper for uh, Booker, and they knocked them both down. One uh, one key piece to this Suns team this year has been Dario Saric coming off the bench as the backup center. A lot of people were worried about that position, and, and, and some still are in terms of whether that will actually work against the best teams in the playoffs. But Saric, you know, with a with a pretty high usage, 21.7%, which is the second highest usage rate of his five-year career. And despite the fact that, you know, nothing really stands out from an individual perspective statistically, you know, he's... He's a 35% three-point shooter, which is a little below league average. He, uh, you know, is a below average rebounder just in terms of, uh, you know, his actually collecting them. But uh, surprisingly enough, the Suns' defense has done a better job on the glass with Saric on the court by a pretty significant margin. Uh, the, the, The Suns' defense also forces more turnovers when he's out there. I think he's a little bit more active with his hands than, than DeAndre Ayton is, which again, at, at halftime, I will, I will get into a more detailed breakdown of my thoughts on DeAndre Ayton's overall game. But offensively, you know, Phoenix gets to the line a lot more when, when Saric is on the floor. Perhaps that's due to his spacing element, you know, opening up driving lanes for their players. 
but, you know, the, the Suns have been better when he's been on the floor. He's got a plus 8.9 net, or, or excuse me, the, the Suns are 8.9 points better per 100 possessions when, uh, when Saric is on the court. And uh, as I said, you know, he's, uh, he's fit well with, with Chris Paul. I think they've got a good chemistry on those pick-and-pop plays. He gives them a dribble handoff option that, uh, you know, is nice. He's, he's always been, I think, one of his best skills has been his passing. And again, I, I mentioned this team is one of the best passing teams in the NBA. I think that's why they've been so good. And, and frankly, why both of the teams we're watching here tonight have been, have been so good offensively is, you know, they, they've got a lot of guys that can knock down shots. They've got a lot of passing and they've got one or two guys that they can rely on offensively to, to create shots at the end of shot clock at the end of games. Um, but uh, one of the things to keep an eye out for, for, for both Phoenix and Utah going to the playoffs is moving into the playoffs is, you know, at the end of games, both of these teams kind of go towards more hero ball, like almost every team does as we're back from commercial. And considering the best players on these teams aren't as good as a Kawhi Leonard or a LeBron James or a Luka Doncic or even a Damian Lillard, will that hero ball be successful? As coming out of the timeout, Donovan Mitchell drives right of the lane and puts up a tough shot off the glass and in, gets it to go. So that cuts the Suns' lead to 9 with a 2.15 to go in the second quarter. Crowder throws it up top to Booker. Booker gets a screen from Aiton going right. Beautiful between-the-legs dribble gets into the paint, has it poked away, picks it back up. Two on the shot clock, kicks it out. Crowder, top of the key, three off the back of the rim, no good. Rebound, Gobert. Gobert will get it to Mike Conley, who will dribble it into the front court, kicks it to Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell gets a screen from Gobert, pulls up right elbow, can't get it to go, but he draws the foul. Bridges a little bit aggressive on the contest. But, you know, when, when you watch a guy like Donovan Mitchell versus, you know, the, the Phoenix Stars in, in Booker and, uh, and Paul, it, you just get the sense that, that Booker and Paul know, like, okay, if we need to get a basket, this is the sort of area, this is the shot that I'm confident in I can get. Whereas Mitchell... Doesn't really have that as he hits the first free throw. Mitchell often will force the action going to the rim. We've seen that in this game where he's put up a lot of very difficult attempts, uh, you know, over contests at the rim, you know, even even trying to finish with a foot or two outside of the paint, you know, off glass shots uh, with, with a lot of height and arc to him over the outstretched arms of, of contesting defenders. So, uh you know that that comparison with Mitchell and Booker, I think I think Booker is the significantly better player at the, at this stage of their careers. As a Mitchell knocks down both free throws, here's Chris Paul with the basketball, gets a screen from Aiton, gets under the rim. Now will pull up along the short corner on the baseline, no good. Rebound Aiton, and he puts a right hand jump hook over Gobert up and in. DeAndre Aiton gives the Suns a 45-36 edge. Here's Bogdanovich up top to Gobert. Gobert dribbles over to the right wing. Looking for a defense. Good good denial by Cameron Johnson on Mitchell. Gobert gets it to Conley. Back to Gobert. Gobert finds a cutting Royce O'Neal who was able to slip behind Booker who kind of fell asleep and O'Neal able to finish. That possession really didn't feel like it was going anywhere. That was a mistake from Booker. Booker gets a screen from Aiton. Dribbles left of the paint. Puts up the 15-footer and gets it to go. 
Again, the uh, the mid-range duo of Paul and Booker doing some damage here. Booker now with 10 points in the quarter. Here's Mike Conley gets into the paint, throws the lob to Gobert, but it was a little bit too high. Gobert couldn't get it, picked up by Ayton. Here's Booker in transition, picks it up at the free throw line, kicks it out Paul. Paul drives in, throws the lob to Ayton. He's got an open jumper. He'll take it along the right baseline and drill it. DeAndre Ayton with four straight, and the Suns lead it 49-38. 37 seconds to go in this first or first half. Here's Conley, dribbles into the paint, kicks it out. Bogdanovich left corner three. That one's no good. Rebound Gobert. Gobert puts his shoulder into Ayton, and he's going to be called for a travel. Ayton has done a good job in this uh, in this game defensively. He's given up a couple of offensive rebounds, but he's he's been right there to contest the follow-up, and that time forced the travel. So about a four-and-a-half-second differential between the game and the shot clock, so Booker will wind this down, dribbling near half-court, guarded by O'Neal. Booker will now get a screen from Ayton, nine on the shot clock, gets it now, snakes the pick, gets to the free-throw line, has O'Neal on his back, and O'Neal just continued to try to get uh, over the top, but Booker just got lower and lower, wouldn't allow it, and eventually they just called a foul on O'Neal. Booker's so strong in that base. So uh, the, the Suns are in the bonus, so Devin will, will go to the line for two here to try to extend it to a 13-point edge, but uh, one uh, benefit of Utah committing the foul there is they do have 9.5 seconds coming back the other way to, uh, to get a shot of their own before halftime. First free throw is up and in for Booker. Booker in 85.5% free throw shooter this season. Suns also one of the best free throw shooting teams in the NBA. Of course, I already mentioned Chris Paul, one of the best in the league at 92.5%. But, uh, you know, having a center in DeAndre Ayton that, uh, you know, shoots a respectable 76.7% also helps. As uh, Booker knocks down both, Phoenix 51, Utah 38, eight seconds to go. Mitchell gets the inbounds, jogs it up into the front court, guarded by Johnson, will drive left. Gets into the paint. Euro steps around Aiton and finishes with the right hand. It didn't look like Mitchell was going to be able to get all the way to the rim, but uh, just uh, kind of crafty, slowly worked his way towards the bucket and finishes. And uh, that will end the first half of basketball with the score. The Phoenix Suns 51 and the Utah Jazz 40. The Suns winning that quarter 31-19 to take the 11-point edge heading into the break. So I'll, uh, I'll get into my DeAndre Ayton analysis here momentarily, but uh, first let's get the first half stats out of the way. For the Utah Jazz, they shot 17 of 49 from the field for just 33.3%. 3 of 21 from downtown for 14.3%. Only got to the line five times, converted three of those, and uh, lost the rebounding battle 29-23, to and uh, also lost the turnover battle, Jazz committing nine to the Suns' seven. Individually for Utah, leading the way is Donovan Mitchell, 13 points, but on 13 field goal attempts. That's often what you've seen in some of these high-profile games for the Jazz with Mitchell just, uh, you know, not being super efficient. 
5 of 13 for for Mitchell, 2 of 2 from the line. He's got 3 rebounds and an assist. He does uh he he's played a clean game as far as the turnovers. He's yet to commit one. But uh Bogdanovich in the starting lineup, the only other guy with uh, double figures. He's got 10 on 4 of 8 from the field, 1 of 3 from downtown. Rudy Gobert with 6 points, 8 rebounds, 1 assist and 1 steal. A 3 of 3 from the field. And uh, Mike Conley with just two points, one of six shooting, 0 of three from behind the arc. Royce O'Neal, two points, one of three, and 0 of two from three. He's got a couple of rebounds and that chase down block earlier. Off the bench for the Jazz, Jordan Clarkson has struggled, one of nine and one of seven from three. You know, I think Clarkson at his best when he's getting deep into the paint and making plays and really mixing it up between that short mid-range and the three-point line. He's been way too focused on taking very difficult threes out of his nine shots. Seven of them are from downtown. He's made just one of his seven threes, one of his nine shots overall, three points, and a couple of turnovers for Clarkson as well. Derek Favors with two points and six rebounds off the bench, including a steal and a block. Ingles with his two points in, in 15 minutes, one or two from the field. One rebound and one assist for him. And then George Niang with, with zero points, 0 of 3 from the field and 0 of 2 from downtown and three rebounds. For the Phoenix Suns, they uh, they shot 45.2% from the field, 19 of 42. Just 3 of 12 from downtown for 25%. But uh, they did get to the line 12 times and made 10. As I mentioned, they won the rebounding and the turnover battle. Assist-wise, uh, also won that. The Phoenix Suns had six assists on their 19 buckets. The Jazz with just four assists on their 17 field goals. Individually for Phoenix, it's their two stars leading the way. Devin Booker with 16 points on 5 of 10 from the field, 6 of 6 from the line, 4 rebounds and an assist, and that uh, ghastly six turnovers for Booker so far. Chris Paul is a plus 19 in his 17 minutes. He's got 13 points, 6 of 11 from the field, 1 of 3 from 3. He's got a rebound and 3 assists. DeAndre Ayton has been excellent. He's got 8 points, 3 rebounds, 2 steals and a block, 4 of 7 from the field, 0 of 1 from 3. Jay Crowder and Bridges both uh, with bagels, but uh, Crowder with 5 rebounds, Bridges with 3 boards. And uh, McHale also with a steal. Off the bench for the Suns, Cameron Johnson and Cameron Payne both with five. Dario Saric with three points and six boards. And Torrey Craig with one point, one rebound, an assist, and a block. So let's get into, uh, let's get into DeAndre Ayton. And uh, I've got a lot to discuss. I've been really uh, focused in terms of when I've been watching the games. I mentioned I've watched, uh, I believe, five or six of their last eight or nine games. So uh, I've, I've been watching a decent amount and have been really focused on, on, seeing, on seeing DeAndre Ayton perform on both ends of the court. And, you know, he offensively is a very, uh, very skilled player. He's shooting 74% at the rim, which makes up 59% of his attempts. You know, a lot of that stuff is those lobs you see or the rolls to the rim, offensive rebound, putbacks. Uh, so he's done, uh, you know, that percentage at uh, that high a volume is really, really good. 
He's also 52% in the short mid-range, which, you know, that's a lot of his sort of, uh, you know, inside the free throw line jumpers or his little uh, right-hand jump hooks he likes to go to on the block or those face-up post-up jump shots. So, you know, again, that uh, the, the, the short mid-range makes up 31% of his attempts. So all in all, he takes uh, basically... 90% of his shots at the rim or in short mid-range and is extremely efficient at those. So, uh, you know, solid offensive piece. He, uh, you know, is a very good offensive rebounder as well. And and his offensive rebounding combined with his post-up game, I think makes teams a little bit more wary of of switching pick and rolls. And, you know, in the in the recent game they had against Toronto that they won, uh, he absolutely killed Toronto's small lineups. You know, the Raptors have and Nick Nurse have had trouble all season finding quality center play, so they've just decided for the most part we're going to play Siakam at the five because we're just going to get our better players out there. But Aiton absolutely killed the Raptors in that game, just, uh, you know, getting rebounds, uh, being, a, uh, being a post presence, also being a guy that, uh, again, when, when teams switch – that he can take advantage and you can just kind of throw it up to him at the rim and he can finish. The, um, the next part of his offensive game that uh, is worth sort of uh, diving into is that, uh, you know, he, um, He's not often drawing double teams because, uh, because again, I think he's he's typically such a, a quick shot guy out of the post. He, uh, if he catches and faces, he's usually pulling up for that jumper. If he catches it with his back to the basket and he's within ten feet, he's usually quickly going into that uh, that uh, right shoulder fadeaway or the the right the the off the left shoulder right hand jump hook. But, you know, when he does draw those doubles, he's a solid passer. He's not making, you know, Nikola Jokic next-level reads where he's faking the the, the pass and, and getting it to the guy under the rim. But, you know, he um, he typically is making a, a good play that can lead to, you know, that sort of hockey assist or, or, a, or a, a semi-open three-point shot for his teammates. Um, one thing that, uh, you know, or I guess I should say a couple of things that he struggles with offensively is that, uh, you know, he, he lacks a little bit of physicality at times. You know, he's, he's one of those guys that, uh, and, and certainly he could grow out of this, but from what I've seen, he typically doesn't love contact. The only times I've seen him really embrace that is, you know, that, uh, he, he actually was better in their most recent win against Houston where he had Christian Wood and he just knew, okay, I've got a, I've got a size advantage. Wood is, a, is, you know, a thin guy, not very strong. So that was one of the rare occurrences where I've watched him and thought, okay, he's actually saying, oh, give me the ball. I'm going to pound this guy. Uh, but for the most part, he doesn't do that. He often, you know, even when he's he's getting offensive rebounds, it's because he's just a really good athlete. He's big, and his uh, his teammates have drawn his his defender over, and he's there for you know the cleanup, and that that hurts his offensive game. You, you know, at times uh, I mentioned when he posts up, he's just quickly shooting it almost immediately, and there are times where I'd like to see him have a little bit more patience 
And and part of that also, I think, is he's not super confident as a ball handler. You see that when he's out near the three-point line. He uh, he doesn't look like he's uh, even considering the, the option of taking a couple of dribbles and attacking his defender. So, you know, you would like to see him be a little bit more physical and also just rebounding-wise, like, uh, you know, getting his butt into guys on the defensive glass and boxing out and... and and really, you know, asserting his strength. The only time you really see his strength and size consistently show up is his screen setting. He's he's usually pretty good at that. Uh, and and even at times when he he realizes that the defender is is shading and the uh, the ball handler can just go to the rim, he's good at recognizing. Okay, I don't need to actually set the pick here. I can just slip slip the screen, and and it'll basically it'll basically have the effect of me uh, setting a solid screen. But yeah, the, the screen setting is solid. Uh, I mentioned, you know, his efficiency at the rim and in the short mid-range is good. He's got great touch on that right-hand jump hook out of the block. Um, but, uh, you know, another issue I've seen is he's got really poor hands. He, uh, he'll he often just straight-up drop the, the easiest of drop-off passes. And uh, at times, I'm not sure if that's he's not ready for it or if he just is, you know, not blessed with uh, the, the softest hands. And sometimes it'll just uh, it'll it'll amaze you because it, it won't even be close to him catching it. It's just like it's hitting a, the ball's hitting a wall and just bouncing right back towards the passer. But, uh, yeah, he, he doesn't have the greatest of hands. He's. Uh, you know, he's, he's a lot better, I think, when he's got those lobs and the ball is thrown up into the air and he can kind of tap it, or also on the offensive glass where he can kind of tap the ball to himself. But in terms of those kind of lower passes that are, you know, waist down, he uh, he often just uh, flubs those. So that, that's been, that's been a, a bit of an issue. But overall, you know, I would say he is a, a, a huge positive on the offensive end. And given his low usage role on this uh, on this Suns team with a couple of guards that that like to handle the basketball, he is a great sort of third option offensively because at times he can get hot, as I mentioned in that Toronto game or in that uh, in that recent Houston win. He can, uh, you know, if he's got it going, they can feed him a little bit, and you know, he's he's had some nice stretches. So he is a great sort of a third option offensively, and why this and, and a big part of why this team has been uh, has been so good offensively this season. So let's move towards the defensive side of the ball, and uh, one of the things that uh, is. Pretty obvious right away uh, when, when you look at him is, you know, and, and the Suns defensively run the drop back defensive scheme is he's very good at that. Uh, he, he plays between the ball handler and his man and, and uses his length well to, to make things difficult. And uh, he'll, we've even seen that in this game where he's, uh, he's occasionally deflected that, uh, that lob pass or made that lob pass difficult. Occasionally he gets beat with that, but uh, I think pretty much every defender in the NBA gets beat on occasion. Uh, but uh, he's he's very good at that, and uh, the the only weakness I would say in his drop back defense is he'll occasionally fall for the shot fake from the ball handler and uh, move towards him, which leaves his man under the rim for for a lob or a drop off pass. 
so so that is that is a bit of an issue, but it's one of those issues where um, it's it's better that he is concerned about the ball handler a little bit too much than you know being more concerned about his man. I always think over helping is is the better mistake than you know under helping. And uh, you know we've seen slowly over the years the the percentages improve for uh, for his rim protection. So uh, as far as opponent shooting percentage at the rim when he's on the floor in his rookie year, opponent shot seven percent better when he was out there, which was just the third percentile. I mean that is that is an awful number. Last year he improved significantly, but uh, it was still opponents were still shooting better when he was out there, 0.4% better, which was the 46th percentile. And in year three now, this season, he's up to the 65th percentile, and opponents are actually shooting 1.7% worse at the rim. So he has consistently, he has taken two pretty decent-sized leaps from year one to two and two to three. So uh, that that is uh, is really helpful. Um, his... Uh, one of the things that I think is, uh, you know, something that at times he looks really good and at other times he looks really sloppy is his switching. Uh, when when he gets a guy like a Pascal Siakam or a Christian Wood, those types of guys where, you know, they're they're looking to get to the to the rim when they're catching it at the free throw line. He's he's really good at moving his feet, just making a couple of quick steps. And, and bodying up, he, he's he's very uh, he's very skilled at that. But when you see him pulled out, you know, beyond the three point line with a really quick guards, you know that there was a play in their game against the uh, Atlanta Hawks where Trey Young pulled him out to the three point line on the right wing, blew past him for a layup, and and uh, Aiton didn't even take a single slide, uh, which was was pretty embarrassing. Uh, and and Evan Fournier, of course, hit that game-winning bank shot off the glass, which wasn't terrible defense from Aiden, but still was able to pull him out and then get past him. So you know, quicker guards I think can cause problems for him on switches. But uh, you know, when you compare him to an average center, I think he's 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 uh, he's okay there for sure. And I think he's above average at defending those. Uh, you know those those bigs, those uh, you know those four or fives that typically have a, a quickness advantage, like a Siakam. He's really good at uh, at moving his feet and bodying up in in those scenarios. As we're about to get uh, going with the third quarter, and I will continue to to break down DeAndre Ayton throughout the rest of this half, as uh, Utah will get it going from right to left to start this third quarter. It's Phoenix 51, Utah 40, 11.50 to go in the third quarter. Here's Mitchell with the basketball, gets a screen from Gobert, pulls up from the right elbow, and hits. So Donovan Mitchell cuts the Suns' lead to nine here in the opening minute of the third. Crowder will inbound it to Paul. It's Paul, Booker, Aiton, Crowder, and Bridges, the uh, original starting lineup for the Suns, and the original starters for Utah as well with... uh, Conley, Mitchell, O'Neal, Bogdanovich, and Gobert as we've got a foul off the ball. Looked like Codley and uh, and Paul got uh, mixed up there, maybe bonked heads. Or yeah, it, uh, it was Conley was trying to anticipate Paul coming up off a down screen and actually bumped into Aiton's screen and then bounced into Paul. As Paul trying to get it inside to Aiton, but that pass was off the mark. 
Picked off by Gobert. He'll get it to Mitchell. Mitchell in transition, driving down, puts it up and in off the glass with the right hand. And the foul from Mikel Bridges, so Mitchell will have an opportunity for an old-school three-point play. Yeah, you rarely see that. I mean, not only is Chris Paul one of the best guys in terms of assist-to-turnover ratio in NBA history, but you rarely see as sloppy of a pass as that, as that one had absolutely no chance of getting to Aiton. Although that's one thing. I mentioned Aiton's physicality being a bit of a problem. That's, that's another thing is him, you know, trying to seal off his man inside when he's got an advantage. Occasionally he lets that guy get around him and, and get deflections. As we've got, a, I believe it's going to be an offensive foul on the Suns after Mitchell converted the free throw. It's going to be a moving screen on Bridges, so it'll go back to the Jazz. I think Aiton would uh, would be wise to watch as uh, Cameron Johnson checks in for Bridges. I believe that's Bridges' fourth personal foul. Aiton would be wise to watch Shaq on uh, on tape and and how he moved off the basketball to get into inside position. As here's Bogdanovich dribbling with his left hand to the free throw line, spins and puts it up and in with the right hand off the glass around Jay Crowder. So the Jazz with a nice run to start the third. Here's Booker driving right, puts it up, no, and we've got a foul. Booker felt the contact and threw it up. It's kind of a wild attempt. They're wondering why, the Suns are wondering why that's not a shooting foul, but I think that's the right call. He definitely reacted to the contact and then fired it up. So Paul on the near sideline will get it into Aiton. Aiton guarded by Gobert, hands it off to Booker. Booker drives right, stops at the free throw line, picks up his dribble, throws it left corner to Paul. Nine on the shot clock, get it into the block to Aiton. Turn around over his left shoulder along the baseline, that's no good. Rebound Mitchell. Mitchell up top to Bogdanovich, he'll fire the three, that's no good. Royce O'Neal bullies Chris Paul out of the way and gets it to go, but it looks like he's going to be called for a foul there. He can't believe it. If this was soccer, I think they'd say that was shoulder-to-shoulder, clean play. Here's Chris Paul up top to Jay Crowder. His three is good. Again, Crowder shooting 40% from above the break threes, and he is not shy. He's been excellent for this Suns basketball team. Here's O'Neal with the ball on the left wing looking for Mitchell. He'll hand it off to him. Mitchell guarded by Booker. Ten on the shot clock. Now we'll get a screen from Bogdanovich switched on to by Crowder. Eight on the shot clock. Mitchell at the top. Isolating, dribbling those left hands. Step back to his left. That one's off the heel. Rebound, Johnson. Johnson hands it to CP3. Here's Paul. Will step back around an Aiton screen and take the top of the key three. That one's in and out. Rebound, Gobert. He'll get it to Mike Conley. Right wing. Crosses over against Booker. Gets into the paint. Puts it up off the glass. No, but Gobert is there to tip it up and in. Aiton came over to help, and Gobert was... All by his lonesome for the putback. And the Jazz have cut the Suns' lead to five. Here's Paul, right wing to Booker. Booker now will get a screen from Aiton, going right. Now will step back for a 16-footer and hit. What a tough shot, but uh, Booker knew he could get that one off the shorter Mike Codley. Here's uh, Mitchell with the basketball left wing. Phoenix 56, Utah 49. Mitchell coming off a screen from Gobert. Pulls up, no good. Rebound Crowder, and we've got a, another whistle. As O'Neal looks banged up there. Yeah, Booker understanding with the shorter Conley that he can just get his shoulder into him, step back, and, and get that shot off with no concern about it, uh, it being blocked. 
Looks like the ball is going to stay on this end with the Jazz. Nine oh seven to go in the third. Ball inbounded to Conley as Ingles checking in for O'Neal. As here is Bogdanovich gets into the paint, kicks it out. Mike Conley guarded by Johnson. Three on the shot clock. Conley drives right. Puts up a fadeaway right of the lane. No good. Fight for the rebound. And we've got an offensive foul, or excuse me, a loose ball foul on Gobert. And the Suns will get it back. Phoenix 56, Utah 49. 8.52 to go in this third period. Crowder inbounding it to Chris Paul. Paul dribbles it over the timeline into the front court. Right wing to Crowder. Crowder back to Paul. Paul gets a screen from Ayton. Now will dribble left. Finds Ayton on the roll, and he puts it up and in with the right hand at the front of the rim. Paul's such a great disguise there, looking like he was going to pull up for that mid-range jumper, and then found Ayton cutting to the rim and snuck it past Rudy Gobert. Here is Donovan Mitchell with the ball on the left wing. Gets a screen from Gobert. Now Mitchell finds the cutting Gobert, but great help defense from Jay Crowder, and he gets his hands in there and draws the jump ball. The Suns' defense has been excellent all season long in terms of helping. They really are getting the most that they can out of this defensive personnel. Not to say the personnel is bad defensively, but, uh, you know, they, uh, they do a lot with their scheme and just, you know, having their players in the right positions, playing hard and, and making the correct rotations. As the ball on the jump... Is knocked out of bounds. It will remain with the Jazz as Conley will inbound it on the near sideline in the in the corner there. He'll get it into Gobert, back to Conley, to the line, to the lane, puts it up with the left hand. It's blocked by Aiton, a beautiful defensive play. Chris Paul tries to save it, but uh, Conley avoids it, and uh, the ball is out of bounds. It will remain with the Jazz. But uh, Aiton continuing to show his presence at the rim there. Beautiful defensive play. Conley will inbound at far baseline. We'll get it into Mitchell in the left corner. Mitchell guarded by Booker. Gets a screen from Gobert. Now goes behind his back. Now backs it out near half court. Mitchell now switched on to by Cam Johnson. Isolating. 14 on the shot clock. Step back. Takes the three. Draws the foul. And hits. Cam Johnson a little over aggressive there. As uh, Mitchell able to take the hit and get it to go. That's one of those by Johnson where... You know, you're already forcing a step-back three late in the shot clock. You might as well just uh, get a hand up and not risk the foul. But Mitchell with an opportunity for a four-point play here. And he does not get the roll. So the Suns' lead remains at six, 58-52. We're under eight minutes to go in this third quarter. Here's Booker with the basketball for Phoenix. Throws it left side to Paul. Back to Booker. Booker drives along the left baseline and sneaks up a layup off the glass right before Gobert could come over to contest. So Phoenix back up eight now. Here's Mitchell with the basketball. Hands it off to Ingles up top to Conley. Conley guarded by Cam Johnson. Conley now getting a screen from Bogdanovich. Switched on to by Crowder. Conley. Tries to uh, hesitate, get around Crowder. Good defense so far. Five on the shot clock. Conley, beautiful shot fake, drives in, throws the lob to Gobert, gets it to go. Crowder complaining he thought Conley actually touched the ball, so that would have been a double dribble. Paul in transition tries to get it to 
Aiton, but it's stolen away, and then the Suns foul to prevent the transition opportunity. We'll get another look at this, whether or not uh, Conley actually touched it. It's hard to tell from that angle. But Crowder certainly thought so. We saw that in the, uh, what was that, the one of the NBA Finals where Curry did that to LeBron and, and should have been called for a double dribble, ended up being a highlight. Donovan Mitchell shoves Jay Crowder, fires it left wing to Bogdanovich into the corner to, Con or to Conley, and he misses the three. Rebound Paul, he'll get it to Booker. Booker in transition, crosses over past Mitchell, puts it up off the glass on the left side, no good, but he draws the foul. Both, uh, both Booker and Mitchell have... Uh, have done a good job of pushing in transition and, and getting to the rim that way as we've got a timeout. But uh, getting back to DeAndre Ayton, you know, I mentioned his improvement in terms of opponents' field goal percentage at the rim when he's on the floor. The, uh, the other thing that I think is important for a center is just preventing shots at the rim. And, you know, a lot of that is just your help defensive instincts and his help side defense is certainly improving, but uh, I think it's going to have to get even better in the next couple of months if the Suns want to truly compete for a championship. He's he's oftentimes you know uh, just a half step slow reacting. He's he's almost always aware of what's happening, and uh, you know he um, he's rarely ever just completely out of the picture. But he often is just, yes, a, a half set, uh, step slow getting over, getting into position. And oftentimes that'll either lead to fouls or, you know, the guy can get it, o get it off over him. Um, but, you know, he's, uh, he's much better in that area than that he has been in past years. And again, I think a, a key stat to sort of uh, judge that off of is opponent's percentage of attempts at the rim and in his rookie year opponents shot 1.8 percent more shots at the basket when he was on the floor which was the 21st percentile in uh, his second year opponents shot 0.7 percent uh, 0.7 percent more shots at the basket when he was on the floor which is 42nd percentile and this year he's around average 52nd percentile where opponents are actually taking 0.2 less shots at the rim when, when he's out there. So he's certainly improved. I do think, you know, again, if this team's trying to compete at the highest levels against the best teams, he's going to have to get better and continue to improve over the next couple of months because, he again, he's he's just a, a half step slow oftentimes reacting. But, you know, other times he's, uh, he's on the mark. There was a play that I uh, posted on Twitter that was absolutely sensational in the Miami Heat game where, he was guarding Bam Adebayo, and Adebayo was kind of standing on the left elbow. Jimmy Butler was isolating on the right wing. Butler drove right, got past his man. Aiton very quickly reacted, but like basically Butler had just gotten past his defender, and Aiton was already showing Butler that, hey, I'm going to be here. So then Butler passed it back to Bam, but again, because the reactions were so quick, Bam still had a couple of steps from catching the ball to getting to the rim, and Aiton was able to slide over, use verticality, and stuff Bam at the rim. One of the best defensive plays I've seen from him in his career. So there are flashes where you're like, okay, if he can put this together more consistently, 
he could be a real force on the defensive end. But, you know, right now I would say he's, you know, gotten to the point where he's basically an average to maybe slightly above average defensive player. But, you know, if the Suns want to win a championship, I think he's going to have to get to, you know, definitely above average to even good. So, you know, he's young. And again, over the course of a couple of months, you've got Chris Paul, Monty Williams, a lot of smart guys in your ear. Maybe he can continue to make those strides that, that we've seen over the last couple of seasons. As out of the timeout, Devin Booker at the free throw line, he knocks down the first, the first one. Yeah, I've got just a couple more things on Aiton that I'll get to at the next uh, timeout, but yeah, it's it's been fun watching him. He certainly has uh, has developed into a, a solid starter for this team. As Booker knocks down both, the Suns lead at 62-54, 6.47 go in the third. Here's Ingles on the left wing, pulls up from three and hits. His defender kind of was just laying off him. Ingles was a step or two behind the line, but he just fired it and it, it went down. Here's Paul on the left wing, guarded by Ingles, up top to Crowder. Crowder will take the three. That one's off the heel. Rebound Clarkson. Clarkson gets it to Ingles, who will dribble it along the right sideline. Guarded by Paul. Now we'll get a screen from Bogdanovich, switched on to by Crowder. Ingles now will try to get it to Bogdanovich, and the ball is deflected out of bounds. It will remain with the Jazz, 15 on the shot clock. Ingles inbounds it to Mitchell. Mitchell will get a screen now where Jackson tries to drive right. Beautiful defense there from Booker cutting him off. Seven on the shot clock. Mitchell isolating now crosses over, pulls up from 18 and hits. Beautiful right to left cross. Got him basically to the free throw line extended and hit it over Booker. And the Jazz on a little run here. Cuts the Suns lead to three. Here's Booker. Free throw line jumper. No. Aiton is there for the putback flush. Ferocious. Finish from DeAndre Ayton. Up top Bogdanovich. Left wing to Ingles. Ingles guarded by Paul. Awaiting a screen from Derek Favors. Favors switching the angle. Now Ingles will throw it right wing to Mitchell. Mitchell drives right against Booker. Spins, fades, can't get it to go. Great contest there from Devin Booker. And here comes Phoenix. Chris Paul with the basketball top of the key. Guarded by Clarkson. Throws it right side to Johnson. Back to Paul. Paul will now wait a screen from Ayton, driving left, gets to the free throw line, picks up his dribble, kicks it to Johnson, back to Paul. Five on the shot clock, guarded by Favors. Paul kicks into the corner. Cam Johnson, three from there, rattles in and out. Rebound by Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell will push it for Utah, throws it up top to Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich switched on to by Ayton. Mismatch here, Bogdanovich will take him out, will drive left, gets all the way to the paint. Ayton there to stuff him. Beautiful defensive play from the former number one overall pick. Here is Devin Booker in transition to the line. To the lane gets all the way to the rim. Devin Booker gives the Suns a seven-point edge. Here is Utah now Bogdanovich driving along the right baseline, and he is fouled. Looks like DeAndre Ayton is going to pick up the personal. But, you know, I, I mentioned with, with Ayton on the, on the switch defensively, I think he is, uh, you know, he's much better defending a guy like Bogdanovich, who isn't the uh, the fleetest of foot. He really, you know, sort of struggles when it's, uh, you know, one of those quicker guards like a De'Aaron Fox or a Trey Young. I think that's when he can be sort of uh, vulnerable. But, you know, he, he moves his feet reasonably well, and he also is good in terms of using his length to contest from behind. That time, Bogdanovich did have a half a step on him, 
but Aiton sticking out that left arm really prevented Bogdanovich from having any angle to get that shot off the backboard and, and give it even a chance. It looks like Aiton will, will check out. First free throw for Bogdanovich uh, rattled out. Second one is up, and that's good. Phoenix 66, Utah 60, 440 to go in the third. Here's Payne with the basketball. It's Payne and Sarich, Booker, Crowder, and Johnson for the Suns. Booker driving right of the lane. His shot is no good. Rebound Sarich, and he is wrapped up and fouled. So again, Booker and Paul just, uh, you know, attracting so much attention on those mid-range jumpers, and oftentimes that'll leave guys like Saric there to, to collect the offensive board or will leave the lob open to a guy like Aiton. That is one of the values. You know, you talk about what's the value of being efficient in the mid-range compared to being efficient from three as the first free throw from Saric is no good. The, the benefit of being good in the mid-range is you're just closer to the rim. So... Your passes, not only have you potentially sucked in the defense because you're closer to the rim, but your pass for like those lobs or those drop-offs is just a shorter distance, an easier pass to make as the second one from Saric is up and in. Phoenix 67, Utah 60, 4.23 to go in the third. Here's Mitchell with the basketball. It's Mitchell Clarkson favors Bogdanovich and Ingles for the Jazz. Mitchell in the right corner, up top to Clarkson, left wing to Bogdanovich. He'll cross over on Crowder, gets into the paint, Lowers his shoulder, puts it up and in with the right hand off the glass. Bogdanovich using his strength there. Crowder did a good job moving his feet, but Bogdanovich able to just sort of lower his shoulder and uh, put it up over the top. That's something you see now in, in today's NBA that you didn't see 30 years ago as Bogdanovich knocks down the free throw. Is just that uh, because the paint is so open with, with the floor spacing that you can take a couple of dribbles, you can cross over, you can lower your shoulder and, and really attack, play more one-on-one -on -one basketball near the rim. Here's Booker with the basketball, crosses over on Favors. Favors with a nice shot block on the recovery. Cameron Payne with the rebound, his putback, no. But then Saric is there for the right-hand tip in. So Saric extends the Suns lead back to six. Saric now with... Eight rebounds and six points, two or three from the field. Here's Mitchell with the basketball, dribbling over the left wing, switched on to by Payne. Nash is the baseline, finds Clarkson right wing, fakes the three, guarded by Johnson. Five on the shot clock. Clarkson drives right, gets into the paint, puts up the floater over Sarich, and gets it to go. So Clarkson cuts the lead for the Suns back down to four. Clarkson now with five points on the night. Here's Payne with the basketball up top for the Suns, throws it to Devin Booker inside. A beautiful little bounce pass to Sarge. He's triple teamed. Kicks it out. Crowder right wing into the corner to Cam Johnson, and he drills the right corner triple. So the Suns 72, Utah 65. Three minutes to go in the third. Here's Mitchell. Euro steps into the paint. It looks like he took a, an extra step on that Euro. Kind of did a Euro step and then a hop. So that will be a travel, and that will lead to a commercial break with 2.58 to go in the third. It's the Phoenix Suns 72. And the Utah Jazz, 65. So last couple of things about DeAndre Ayton before uh, we move on. 
you know, another, a couple of things, one bad, one good on, on the defensive end. Uh, we'll start with the bad. He's not active at all with his hands. Uh, he's got just a 0.5% steal rate, which is in the fifth percentile for his position. I can't think of a single time where he's stripped a guy, you know, and he also is rarely got his hands up when he's, you know, playing that, uh, um, you know, when, when he's coming over to help on a drive and he has to leave his man, you'll you'll often see, and, and even in those two-on-one drop scheme pick and roll situations, you'll see him uh, sometimes when he commits to the, the shooter, he, he has one hand up his, you know, say if the guy's on the right of the lane, he'll, Aiden will put up his left hand to contest the shot, but his right hand is down by his side. And, and typically with, with guys like, uh, you know, Hakeem Olajuwon, your Kevin Garnett's, your great sort of big man defenders, you want to have the one hand up to contest the shot and you want to have the other hand up kind of at, uh, you know, a little bit above your waist so that you can potentially deflect a, a pass that's going to the man that you're leaving in help responsibility. So that's something that he certainly can improve on, and that's something that he, he just is not very good at at the moment. Uh, you'll see guys pass it right over his head, and, and oftentimes, yeah, he just uh, is, um, you know, not fully utilizing his length to the to uh to the maximum because you know if if you just got one arm up you're you're a lot smaller and you you cover a lot less area you you will uh, deflect a lot fewer passes um the 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 one the the other the final positive I'll say about his defense is he's been very good at the sort of the know your personnel type stuff uh in that Miami game he was great in terms of, you know, obviously Miami likes to have those Duncan Robinson plays where he'll come off pin downs and 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 get those looks. And Aiton was always very, um, very aware whenever he was coming off that he had to show high, right? And, you know, I haven't watched the Suns play the Warriors this year, but I would assume Aiton is, is pretty good in terms of being aware, okay, if this is Stephen Curry coming off this screen, I have to show high to make sure that he doesn't get the shot off. Uh, and then uh, other guys that aren't as big of a threat shooting-wise, he doesn't show up as high. He he plays it more traditionally. So he's he's very good at, at that sort of thing. Also against uh, the Bulls in that Chicago game, of course, Chicago recently acquiring Nikola Vucevic. Uh, Aiton was very wary of Vucevic on the pick and pop. So he was less, um, you know, concerned about... Uh, um, or he was quicker to sort of hedge out and and show to the ball handler and and get back as quickly as possible to Vooch on those pop plays. So that's something that he's pretty good at. We're back from timeout. Phoenix with the basketball out of the break. Here's Sarich with the basketball. Hands it off to Crowder on the right wing. Dribbles to his left. Pulls up from three. That one rattles in and out. Rebound Gobert. He'll get it to Conley up top to Ingles. Ingles back to Conley. Conley gets a screen from Gobert, throws it right wing to Clarkson for the long gun. That's good. Jordan Clarkson cuts the Suns' lead to 72-68. 2.24 to go in the third. Here's Booker on the right wing. Suns going from right to left here in the third quarter. Booker gets Ingles behind his back, now switched onto by Gobert, throws it left wing. Cam Johnson, three. That one's off the mark. Rebound, Gobert. He'll hand it off to Ingles. Ingles will dribble it up the right sideline. Now will dribble his right hand, hands it off to Mike Conley. Conley at the top gets a screen from Gobert, dribbling to his right. Beautiful pocket pass to Gobert. 
He takes a dribble and then finishes with two hands plus the foul. Typically, you don't see that too often from Gobert where they, they set the screen so high and the pass is made so early that Gobert actually has to take a dribble, but uh, did it well there, kind of just dribbled it in front of his body and was able to finish with the uh, the attempt to strip him down low. Gobert now with 12 points and, and 12 rebounds, 6 of 6 from the field. That's uber efficient. So Gobert with one more at the line to cut the lead down to one. Been a really fun game, a defensive affair, but uh, again, we've got the two best teams in the NBA record-wise battling it out here tonight in Phoenix as the free throw is good from Gobert. It's the Sun 72, the Jazz 71 as we hit the two-minute mark of this third period. Paul with the basketball walks into the front court, gets a screen from Booker, now switched on to by Ingles. Paul now gets it back to Booker, guarded by Conley. Booker lowers his shoulder, gets to the free throw line, picks up his dribble, has the ball poked away, somehow gets it back, finds Cameron Johnson, who kicks it right wing, Torrey Craig three. That's good. A big-time shot from the recent acquisition, Torrey Craig, and the Suns lead back up to 4-75-71, a minute and a half to go in the period. Here's Conley with the basketball, gets a screen from Gobert, dribbles the left wing, cross court to Ingles, now finds Niang left corner three. That's good. Miscommunication there from the Suns as Niang was left wide open. Aiton tried to close out late, but it was not uh, not helpful as uh, Devin Booker gets a screen from Aiton, pulls up from the right wing for three. That's no good. Rebound Gobert. He'll get it to Ingles. Ingles now guarded by Booker. Gets a screen going right. Will pull up at the top of the key. Thought he was fouled, but didn't get the call. That's way short. Rebound Craig. He'll get it to Paul. 54 seconds to go in the quarter. Paul will throw it to Booker. Right block guarded by Clarkson. Lowers his shoulder. Spins baseline. And Clarkson was able to block it from behind. Booker can't believe it. But Booker was, was pretty physical himself there on the back down. If Clarkson would have, uh, would have fallen over, he might have been able to get a charge there. Paul, far baseline, gets it into Booker on the curl. Tries to throw it up to Aiton. Aiton able to just tip it up and in. Gobert is down on the floor. Not sure what happened there, but he has yet to get up. Aiton able to tip it in with his right hand off the backboard, and we've got a stoppage of play with 37 seconds to go in the third. The Suns up three, and uh, hopefully Rudy Gobert is all right. But Gobert had inside position, but you know it didn't feel like Aiton... We'll have to take a look at the replay, but I didn't get a sense that that was some sort of like egregious over the back. Oh, I see exactly what happened. It was it was absolutely a clean play up top, but Aiton's off arm as he jumped. Oh, his uh, his left elbow as he jumped connect with Gobert, connected with Gobert's back of his head. So that's why Gobert went down. I do not think this was intentional or malicious in any way. Be interesting to see if Utah maybe would would challenge that. Because that could be pretty valuable if you could take the bucket off the board from, from Aiton and give a foul to Aiton as well and get possession. That would be about as uh, valuable of a challenge as you could get if it were successful. But uh, it looks like that's not going to be the case as the Utah Jazz will inbound it and, and Gobert will take a seat on the bench and will have his head looked at. 
as uh, Favors now in. He'll set a screen for Conley. Right wing throws the pass to Favors on the roll, and he finishes up and in. Conley looked like he was about to shoot it, but then passed at the last second. Paul tried to come over to help, but uh, Paul just too small. Favors able to shoot right over him. So about a four-and-a-half-second differential between the game and shot clock. Phoenix up one here. Paul with the basketball guarded by Conley. Ten on the shot clock. Paul now switched on to by Niang. Now finds a cutting Torrey Craig who tries to throw in the right corner to Cameron Johnson. The pass was deflected, and Johnson tried to grab it. It looked like his foot, his right foot, was on the uh, out-of-bounds line, so it'll be a turnover. Utah gets it back with 6.5 left. Here's Conley. Kindly the top of the key, drives left, guarded by Craig, fadeaway, puts up that right hand floater and gets it to go. Mike Conley with a difficult shot, and that patented right hand push shot gives the Jazz a 78-77 lead at the end of three. This has been a fantastic ball game and a fun little end of the period there. Let's hope also that uh, that Gobert is all right. He was able to get up, and he's looking like he's fine there as he was celebrating that uh, that buzzer-beating basket there from Conley at the end of the period. Let's take a look at the NBA standings. The Utah Jazz leading the way in the West with a 38-12 record. Phoenix right behind them at 35-14. Again, this game will be pretty crucial to determining who very well could be the one seed. If the Suns win this, they'll be just a game and a half back with, uh, you know, still plenty of time to catch up. But if the Jazz win, that'll be a three and a half game edge, including three games up in the in the loss column. So that would be uh, quite a uh, deficit to overcome for Phoenix. In the three spot in the West, it's the Los Angeles Clippers at 34 and 18. In the fourth spot, it's the surging Denver Nuggets, who I believe have won 17 of their last 20 and uh, have looked great since the uh, acquisition of Aaron Gordon there at 32-18. and 18. The Lakers, without AD and LeBron, have still managed to, uh, to win four of their last six and uh, are holding on to one of the spots that would, would be outside of the play, and they're in the five spot right now at 32-19. and 19. But just a game and a half back of them is the Portland Trailblazers in the sixth seed at 30 and 20. The first team in what would be the Western Conference play-in bracket would be the Dallas Mavericks, the seventh seed at 28 and 21. They've also gone on a, a nice run as of late, although they lost tonight. Memphis is in there as the eighth seed at 25 and 23. And uh, last I heard, they're also expected to get Jaron Jackson Jr. back at some point in the month of April, so that could be a huge boost to that basketball team, especially on the offensive end. The ninth seed in the West is the San Antonio Spurs at 24 and 24. The 10th seed and rounding out the play-in bracket as of now is the Golden State Warriors at 24 and 27. They had a fun win over the Bucks recently, and Stephen Curry has been playing some excellent basketball. The New Orleans Pelicans in the 11th spot in the West at 22 and 28 overall. Sacramento in the 12 seed at 22 and 29. Again, even the, the 12 seed just uh, just two games back of that 10th spot in the in, and uh, a chance at the play-in. The 13th seed is the Oklahoma City Thunder at 20 and 30. The Houston Rockets sitting in 14th spot at 13 and 37, and rounding out the West is the Minnesota Timberwolves at 13 and 39. In the Eastern Conference, the Sixers did a pretty good job of uh, 
withstanding the Joel Embiid absence. He's back now, and the Sixers still leading the East at 35-16. and 16. Uh, They must have the tiebreaker because the Nets also have an identical record at 35-16 and 16 as the two, uh, in the two spot. At three, it's the Milwaukee Bucks at 32-18. and 18. It looks like it's uh, definitely going to be those three as the top three in the East as the Bucks have a five-and-a-half game lead over the four-spot Hawks at 27 and 24. In the five seed, it's the Charlotte Hornets at 25 and 24. The Heat in the sixth spot, 26 and 25 overall. The seventh seed in the East is the New York Knicks, a game under 500 at 25 and 26. We'll get back to the rest of the Eastern Conference standings at the next commercial break as we start the fourth with the Suns in possession going from right to left, trailing by one now as uh, it's Paul Bridges, Aiton, Carter, and Craig for Phoenix as Paul runs a pick and roll with Aiton, snakes the dribble, pulls up in the free throw line, no good. Rebound Carter. Back to Paul. He'll isolate against Derek Favors, pulls up from the free throw line and hits. So if Paul realizes he missed the last one, he's got the touch for the second chance and and knocks it down. The Suns retake the lead 79-78. Here's Ingles on the left wing, gets a screen from Favors. Beautiful fake shot, gets it to Favors on the roll. Into the corner, Jordan Clarkson left left corner three, and he drills it. So the Jazz reclaim the advantage at 81-79 as uh, we're just about a minute into this final period. It's Conley, Clarkson, Favors, Niang, and Ingles for the Jazz. Aiton throwing it inside to Bridges, gets doubled, kicks it out. Torrey Craig, right wing three, that's short, rebound, by Favors. Favors will get it to Ingles, who will dribble it down the right sideline. Now we'll get a screen at the top of the key. Goes behind the back. Now we'll get another screen going to his right. Gets Paul behind him, but Paul pokes it away. Fight for the basketball, and finally it's picked up by CP3. Now he'll jog it up into the front court. Goes behind the back. Gets around Ingles. Gets to the free throw line. Now looking inside for Ayton, but the pass was a little bit too high. Ayton thought he was held there, but it's picked up by Conley. Conley will push it for the Jazz. Guarded by Paul. Conley now awaiting a screen from Favors. Gets it, dribbling towards the right wing. Will pull up for three. That's off the heel. Favors there for the putback. No. Rebound, Craig. Craig will get it to CP3. And uh, CP3 is fouled by Favors as uh, he was trying to allow Aiden to get an opportunity. So he kind of stopped and prevented uh, Derek Favors from continuing to run up the floor. And Favors ended up fouling him. So uh, Just a uh, veteran move there from from Paul, the point got. He'll inbound it on the far sideline, guarded by Conley. Paul will get it in to Bridges. Fakes, hands off, drives into the under the basket as the ball poked away, but it ends up in the hands of Javon Carter in the left corner, who kicks it to Craig on the left wing, and he nails the triple. So back and forth we go here in the fourth quarter as the Suns retake the lead, 82-81, 9.50 to go. In the ballgame, here's Conley the basketball guarded by Craig. Now we'll get a screen from Favors going right. Stops at the elbow, tries to pass it out, ball deflected, he picks it back up. Seven on the shot clock, now drives in, gets into the paint, kicks it left wing, Niang three, that's short. Rebound by Craig. Craig gets it to Carter. Carter dribbles up to the left wing, back to Craig. Craig thought about the three, now we'll find Aiton. Aiton right wing to Paul, 14 on the shot clock. Paul drives right, gets under the rim, gnashes it. Now throws the lob to Aiton. He's there for the two-hand flush. Beautiful play from Chris Paul. 
dragging two defenders with him and then finding the opportunity for Aiton for the, the lob finish. And we've got a timeout from Quinn Snyder and the Jazz as the Suns lead at 84-81 with 9-11 to go in the ballgame. So as I was saying, in the East, in the seventh spot, and uh, the, the first team in the Eastern Conference play-in would be the New York Knicks with a 25-26 and 26 record. It's sad, that the state of the East, we've, we've said it for years that it's been pretty bad, but last year I thought the East was, was, was pretty solid, but uh, it's gotten pretty terrible once again as uh, the seventh seed is under 500 at 25-26. and 26. The eighth seed as well, uh, obviously under 500. And as and that's the Boston Celtics. They have an identical 25 and 26 mark. The Indiana Pacers in the nine spot with a record of 23 and 27. Weirdly for them, they're 14 and 12 on the road and just nine and 15 at home. I think we've seen a little bit more of that sort of stuff where teams aren't as dominant at home because for a lot of the season there have not been fans. In the 10th spot, rounding out the play-in as of now is the Chicago Bulls at 21 and 28 overall. In the 11th spot is the Toronto Raptors at 20 and 31. They're a team that just can't uh, get healthy. They've had moments where they've had a bunch of injuries. They've had uh, coronavirus absences. And uh, recently, you know, they've had... uh, Kyle Lowry missing, so they just can't figure it out. And I also saw an interesting stat where the Raptors were actually, they had a positive net rating and yet were 11 games under 500. And the Blazers have a negative net rating and they're 10 games over 500. So uh, interesting there. I mean, you talk about uh, a lot of that can be, you know, just can come down to blowouts and clutch performances. But it is interesting to think that, yeah, just on a just pure possession by possession basis, the Raptors have been better than the Blazers, but, you know, are significantly worse from a record standpoint. The 12th seed in the East is the Eastern Cavaliers, or the the 12th seed in the East is the Cleveland Cavaliers. They're 18 and 32 overall. Also at 18 and 32 in the 13th spot is the Washington Wizards. In 14th place is the Orlando Magic at 17 and 34. And rounding out the Eastern Conference, it's the Detroit Pistons at 15 and 36. Again, let's take a look at scores from around the NBA. So the only other game going on, actually no, this is the last game that's going on. All other games tonight are final. The Clippers beat the Trailblazers 133-116. Or excuse me, that was yesterday. (laughs) Uh, Today, the Wizards beat the Magic 131-116. The Pacers beat the Timberwolves 141-137. The Nets clobbered the Pelicans 139-111. I'll get... Back to the rest of the scores in the next commercial is coming out of the timeout. Donovan Mitchell runs a pick and roll with Rudy Gobert and beats Aiton to the rim on the right side and gets it up and in. And the Jazz now cut the Suns lead to one. 8.53 to go in the fourth. Phoenix 84, Utah 83. Here's Paul with the basketball. Guarded by O'Neal gets a screen from Aiton, drives right. Again, gnashes around the rim, puts up a shot along the left short corner. That's good, but we're going to have a foul off the ball. 
Not sure who that's on. Chris Paul doesn't like it, but looks like maybe it was, uh, I couldn't see, but uh, maybe it was on Aiton trying to get uh, position inside. Here is Mitchell with the basketball. Beautiful step back move and drills the triple on the right side of the floor and the Jazz retake the lead 86-84. That was a Dwayne Wade maneuver where you drive hard right and then go between the legs as a step back to create space. Here's Chris Paul gets a screen from Aiton, dribbles left of the key, throws it right side, bridges inside to Aiton, bobbles the pass, now catches it at the free throw line, and that shot is short. Rebound by Donovich, he'll get it to Mitchell. Mitchell over the left wing, guarded by Bridges, crosses over, gets into the paint, Euro steps, finishes, plus the foul. Donovan Mitchell has that explosive crossover. And I believe it's going to be a foul on Bridges from behind as Bridges bumped him. But a beautiful move is, yeah, used the crossover to get in front of Bridges, then the Euro step to get around Aiton, and still had Bridges behind his back as he went up for the finish. So one more for Mitchell. Mitchell now up to 30 points after shooting 5 of 13 early on. He's now up to 12 of 23. So uh, he's uh, definitely picked it up, and that efficiency has improved. And it's not a surprise that the, the Jazz, with uh, with him playing better, have, have uh, come on and now have a five-point edge with eight minutes to go in the period. Here's Chris Paul with the basketball. Finds a cutting Devin Booker off a pin down. He'll go in. But the Gobert effect was there as uh, he short-armed it. Rebound, Utah. It's Mitchell. Throws it left corner by Donovich. He'll drive baseline. Throws it cross court. Mitchell right wing three. That's short. Rebound, Johnson. He'll get it to Booker. Booker in transition. Puts it up with the left hand and in. Big sequence there. Mitchell had an opportunity to extend the, the Jazz lead to eight. Instead, the shot was short, which led to a transition opportunity. And Booker gets it to go and has cut the Jazz lead back down to three. Mitchell throws it left wing. Clarkson, he'll fire a three. That one's off the heel. Rebound, Aiton. Aiton gets it to Paul. Paul will push it. Back up top. Crowder three. No good. Fight for the rebound. Aiton gets his hands on it. Now kicks it back out. Paul. Paul will take the right wing triple. And hit. We are knotted up at 89 as we approach seven minutes to go in the ballgame. This has been a terrific one featuring the two best teams in the NBA record-wise. Here's Mitchell with the ball near half court on the left side. Gets a screen from Gobert, now rejects it. Crosses over, gets left of the paint, puts up the jumper, short. Rebound, Crowder. Mitchell, Mitchell thought he was fouled on that one. And Crowder will get it to CP3. Now he'll get a screen from Ayton, gets to the free throw line, pulls up from there, does not get the roll. Hit every part of the rim. Here's Mitchell in transition, finds Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich drives right, gets all the way to the rim, puts it up and in. He had Clarkson in the right corner, and the defender, instead of stopping the ball, went towards Clarkson, so Bogdanovich just drove it in for the layup. Bogdanovich now with 18, 7-13 shooting. Utah 91, Phoenix 89, 6-17 to go in the fourth. Here's Booker with the ball on the left side. Throws in the corner, Johnson right back to Booker. Guarded by O'Neal, 5 on the shot clock. Booker drives left, gets into the paint, puts up the floater, no. Fight for the rebound, Aiton gets it. Kicks it out, Crowder right wing, fakes the three, now steps back. We'll take it. No good. Rebound, Mitchell. We've seen Gobert affect a couple of Booker's attempts at the rim. Booker could have gotten them off, but just seemed intimidated and missed him because of Gobert's presence. 
Here's Mitchell with the basketball on the left side. Gets a screen from Gobert going right to the line, to the lane. Puts up a little uh, scoop shot. No. Here's an outlet, and Booker in transition will put it up and in over Jordan Clarkson, and we are tied back up at 91. Donovan Mitchell uh, telling his teammates that's his bad for that. Uh, that was quite a, a difficult shot attempt he took there, which led straight to the transition opportunity. Yeah, Mitchell initially looked like he was going to do a floater and then kind of did what was like a, an underhand scoop all in one motion. And yeah, it really didn't have much of a chance to, to go in the basket. But uh, back to uh, scores from around the NBA. The uh, the Brooklyn Nets beat the New Orleans Pelicans 139-111. to The Boston Celtics at home took care of business, defeating the New York Knicks 101-99. to the Grizzlies on the road dispatched the Hawks 131-113. to Houston got a rare win as of late, knocking off the Dallas Mavericks at home 102-93. The Charlotte Hornets went on the road and defeated the Oklahoma City Thunder 113-102. And the most recent game that uh, became final, the Denver Nuggets continue their hot streak knocking off the San Antonio Spurs 106-96. One of the guys that I haven't really gotten around to talking about yet for the Suns, and he's been instrumental in their run this season, is Mikael Bridges. He's got career highs of 78% at the rim. His previous high there was 73%. Career high 44% in the mid-range. His previous high was 36 there, and also career high 42% from three. Previous high was at 36, so definitely improved in all areas on the offensive end. He's a guy that can he can attack mismatches when he's got an opportunity. They attack they attack Trey Young when uh, the the Hawks tried to hide him on Bridges, and and Bridges was able to take advantage. Uh, and obviously he's he's a great defender, 1.4% block percentage, which is a career high. Also, you know, he, he makes plays in transition. He also gets on the offensive glass. You know, the, this Suns team with, with Bridges and also with with uh, Craig, they've got some good wing rebounders. Uh, Bridges at 4.1% offensive rebounding rate. Previous high there, 3.4%. So, you know, Bridges just makes a, a lot of great plays as well. And you, you talk about this, the Suns being fifth in defense. You've got to give him a lot of credit. He ends up being put on a lot of the real difficult matches, whether that's a guard or a wing, and does a great job. He also does a pretty decent job in terms of his health defense. He's got those really long arms, makes things difficult, makes his rotations reasonably well. So, yeah, Bridges has been excellent, and, you know, him and Aiton, I think, have been sort of a code number three guy on this Suns team. They've both been, you know, very, very good and, and very helpful to to uh, to Paul and Booker to give this team a, a really solid two-way effectiveness. So we're back from, from commercial. Utah with it. Out of the timeout, going from left to right in this fourth quarter. Ingles gets a screen, drives left of the lane. His pass is picked off by Booker, and he is fouled by Mitchell to prevent the transition opportunity. 
Ingles just really didn't have anywhere to go, and uh, you know he he jumped up in the air, and that's uh, one of the cardinal sins of uh, of basketball is you don't want to jump if you don't know what you're uh, what you've got in mind. He got stuck and had nowhere to go with that basketball. Crowder inbounds it to Aiton. It's Paul Booker, Crowder, Aiton, and uh, Johnson for the Suns. Paul gets a screen from Aiton, dribbling right, pulls up from 17 and hits. Chris Paul gives Phoenix a 93-91 edge, 5-10 to go in the fourth. It's Mitchell, O'Neal, Bogdanovich, Gobert, and Ingles for Utah. Mitchell, awaiting a Gobert screen at the top, gets it, dribbling to his right. Now switched on to by Aiton. Now Paul doubles. Mitchell kicks it cross-court. Ingles, left corner. Now to the wing to Bogdanovich. He'll back down on Booker. Now gets doubled by Johnson. Has the ball poked away. Picks it back up. And then will fade over the left shoulder and hits over Booker. So Bogdanovich with a big-time shot there. Wasn't the prettiest possession, but uh, it still counts as two points. Here's Paul with the basketball at the top. Gets a screen from Aiton. Pulls up from the free-throw line. Hits again. Chris Paul continues to light up the Jazz from the mid-range. Phoenix 93, Utah, or excuse me, Phoenix 95, Utah 93, 4.20 to go in the fourth. Here's Mitchell, the basketball guarded by Booker, gets a screen, now snakes it over the left, pulls up, left elbow extended, and we've got a foul, I believe, on the floor. I believe on the rebound. Aiton might have gotten away, or, you know, might have been called there for a little bit of a push to not go bare out of the play. So Utah will get it back from the uh, the far sideline. Paul now up to 22 points and 8 assists on 10 of 18 from the field. Conley gets it into Mitchell. Mitchell now will get a screen from Gobert, dribbling left. Crosses over, gets to the free throw line, kicks it out by Donovich. He'll take a long gun. That's no good. Fight for the rebound. Gobert taps it to himself. Now back to Bogdanovich, left wing. Now drives left along the baseline. Kicks it. O'Neal into the right corner. Conley three. He drills it. And Utah's back in front. 96-95. 3.51 to go in the ballgame. Paul will walk it up into the front court. Guarded by Conley. Paul will now get a screen from Aiton. Drives right. Cut off. Now we'll back it back out. Eight on the shot clock. Will isolate. Gets... Drives right, kicks into the corner to Crowder, no good. Aiton had his hand on it, but couldn't grab it. Picked up by Conley. Conley to Mitchell, to the cutting O'Neal, into the left corner to Bogdanovich. He'll take two hard dribbles. Kicks it right corner, O'Neal, back to Mitchell. Now Mitchell will set it up. No, he'll throw it to Bogdanovich, left corner, three, no good. And then Royce O'Neal will come over and foul Paul on the rebound. As uh, the Suns really do like to do a lot of uh, those kick-out switches where if they see a mismatch, they like to switch off the ball, and that time Mitchell nearly caught him, uh, throwing that pass to Bogdanovich and, and got him an open look in the corner when the Suns were trying to switch. But he was unable to convert, and we've got a timeout on the floor. Yeah, that's been that's been a strength of Phoenix. They're they're pretty good with their communication and their kickout switching. They do a, ju- a good job of avoiding mismatches mismatches when when possible. Uh, and and yeah, they're rarely they're rarely uh, 
hurt with that, whereas uh, Mitchell made a good read to, to get an open look. But uh, they, they do a, a lot of that to avoid those mismatches. The, the Suns also do a really good job of that improv switching where, you know, one guy gets just beat so heavily off the dribble that the guy that comes over to help ends up just switching. And, and the guy that's beat then goes over and takes the, the guy's man that was helping you know, I think Bridges is really good at that. If he gets beat, he's able to come back and, and get a steal or, you know, just get in the passing lane for the for the next play. Uh, so, so that's something that they're really good at. I mentioned that I think the Suns do a great job just in terms of their scheme and getting the most out of their personnel. And, and those are a couple of the things just with communication and effort that, uh, that they end up getting, getting some really good results and why they've been a very strong defense. So we're back from, from commercial break. The Suns will have it out of the timeout. Chris Paul asking for a little help, and uh, Crowder inbounding it to Cameron Johnson. It's Johnson, Paul, Crowder, Ayton, and Booker for Phoenix. It's Conley, Mitchell, Gobert, O'Neal, and Bogdanovich for Utah. Here's a pick-and-roll action. The ball is passed back to Booker at the top. Booker gets a screen down from Aiton, dribbles over the right elbow, pulls up from there off the back of the rim. Crowder tips it back out. It's picked up by Johnson. Over to Booker, right wing triple, no good. Fight for the rebound again. DeAndre gets his hands on it, gets the rebound. At the free throw line, kicks it out to Paul, left wing. Paul, guarded by Bogdanovich, will get a screen, gets to the free throw line. Gets right of the lane, pulls up over Gobert. Gobert might have got a piece of it, but Aiton is there for the putback. DeAndre Aiton with a monster offensive, uh, monster couple of offensive rebounds on that possession. And the Suns go back up 97-96, two and a half to go. Here's Conley at the top of the key, guarded by Johnson, throws it left wing to Mitchell. Mitchell now, guarded by Booker, will uh, we'll get a screen from Gobert going left. Now we will pull up a 17-footer, step back to his left, no good, rebound Crowder. Crowder hands it to Paul. Paul will jog it up into the front court, guarded by Conley, hands it to Booker. Booker now gets a staggered screen, throws the lob to Aiton, but Aiton wasn't ready for it. And the ball bounces off the backboard, then off of Gobert, and out of bounds, the Suns will keep it. Yeah, I think that was a decent read by Booker, but Aiton just was not anticipating the lob. Here's Paul, throws it right wing, Crowder hits the three! He got a cross screen off the inbounds, got an open look, and drilled it. Crowder has hit big shot after big shot this year for Phoenix. Here's Mitchell with the basketball, guarded by Booker, gets a screen from Gobert going left now, switched on to by Johnson, gets the line to the lane, puts it up off the glass with a right-handed in, plus the foul. It looked like maybe one of the Suns actually pushed Gobert into Mitchell, so it looked awkward, and you, you wondered at first why was that a foul on the Suns, but yeah, absolutely, it's Aiton pushed Gobert into Mitchell. Good call by the officials. So this should should actually be a bucket, and then Gobert shoots one at the line. But we'll see if that's uh, that ends up being the case. Yes, it, it is. So great great call there from the officiating crew. Got that on the first look. So Gobert, not a, a strong free throw shooter, will be at the line to try to cut the uh, Suns' lead down to one. Gobert this season. 61.5% at the charity stripe. So we've got uh, the Suns are crossing the lane about seven times, I guess, to try to ice Gobert. Gobert now with 13 points. 
The free throw is up, and it's good. The Suns 100, the Jazz 99, 148 to go. Phoenix with the basketball. They'll inbound it to Booker. Booker will push it, gets to the free throw line. Now we'll back it out to the left wing. 15 on the shot clock, throws it up to Paul. Now he'll get a screen from Aiton. Paul dribbles over into the corner, pulls up from 15, and hits again. Chris Paul with the clutch bucket, and the Suns back up three. He's so good at taking that shot right when the def the, uh, the big man defender leaves him and before his man can get quite back. Here is Conley with the ball left wing, drives right, has the ball poked away by Johnson, saves it to O'Neal, who gets it to Mitchell. Seven on the shot clock, Mitchell at the top, guarded by Booker. He's going to have to take a tough one here. He'll pull up for a deep three. No good. Rebound. Tough board by Crowder. He'll get it to Paul. Paul now pressured by Conley. He'll get it over the timeline into the front court. Suns lead at 102.99. One minute to go. Paul slowing things up. will call for a play. He'll get it. A screen from Ayton. Now we'll snake the pick. We'll pull up from the right elbow. Short. Fight for the rebound. Ayton got his hands on it. It's picked up by Gobert. He'll get it to Mitchell. Mitchell will push to the line, to the lane. Kicks it out. O'Neal, right corner. Right wing Bogdanovich three. Rattles in and out. Cameron Johnson tips it to Paul for the rebound. The Suns get it back. About a 15-second differential between the game and shot clock, so the Jazz will play defense here. 30 on the game clock. Booker near half court. Guarded by O'Neal. Looks like he's going to isolate. Five on the shot clock. Booker over to the right wing now. Drives left. Gets into the paint. Puts up the left-hand floater. No. Gobert influenced it. Picked up by O'Neal. He'll hand it to Mitchell. Mitchell pulls up for three. He hits it. Donovan Mitchell ties the game at 102. What a sequence from the two Utah Jazz stars. Gobert forcing a very difficult floater from Booker. Made him shoot it a lot higher than he wanted. And then in transition, Mitchell dribbles down and pulls up. So Phoenix, with 10.4 seconds left in the fourth quarter game clock, will have an opportunity to win it. But what a terrific ball game we've had here in Phoenix. Thank you so much for, for joining me here on Duncan Dynasty. I'm Garrett Bouguet. Duncan Dynasty, again, if, if this is the first time you've, you've listened, is a, a weekly pod focused on the National Basketball Association. We cover uh, just about every team and all the, uh, all the news. If, uh, if you missed it last week, Corbin Ford, my co-host, and I discussed the Denver Nuggets and, and what they looked like a couple of games after the Gordon trade. So that's that's still a, a good one. If uh, if you haven't listened to that, I urge you to check that out. And uh, of course, as the season continues to to come towards the end, I'll, I'll be bringing you more more episodes talking about individual individual teams and 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 playoff previews and uh, and all of that. It should be uh, sh it should be exciting. If, if if these teams are healthy, especially in the Western Conference, I think we're going to have a wonderful postseason. So out of the timeout, again, 10.4 on the game clock here. We are knotted up at 102 after the Donovan Mitchell 3 to tie it. It's Crowder, Paul, Ayton, Booker, and Johnson for the Suns. Crowder gets it into Booker, guarded by Mitchell. Looks like it's going to be isolation for Devin Booker. 
Five on the game clock. He's still over on the right wing. He'll drive right. Step back jumper for the win. No good off the back of the rim, and we go to overtime. Can't say I love that shot from Devin Booker, you know, with, with 10 seconds left. He was really casual, just dribbling it over to the right side. And uh, frankly, I'd like to see more of an action where you might actually have an opportunity to drive if you want to make a pass, make a play. Instead of that, just dribble it out so that you ensure the last shot and, and take a, a low percentage attempt. But nonetheless, the Jazz get the stop, and we are going to overtime. The stats at the end of regulation, the Jazz shooting 43% from the field, 41 of 94. 11 of 40 from downtown, 25.6%. 9 of 13 from the line. The Suns winning the rebounding battle, 56 to 41. Turnover-wise, Suns with 15 turnovers and the Jazz with 12. The Suns winning the assist battle as well. 18 assists for Phoenix and just 12 for Utah. Individually leading the way for the Jazz, Donovan Mitchell. He's got 36 points on 14 of 30 from the field. 4 of 9 from 3. 4 of 5 from the free throw line. 7 rebounds, 2 assists. Bogdanovich has 20 points, 8 of 17 from the field. Rudy Gobert with 14 points and 16 rebounds, as well as 3 steals in regulation. Mike Conley having a rough night, 7 points, 3 of 13 shooting. Royce O'Neal, 2 points, 1 of 3 from the field, 3 rebounds. Off the bench, Jordan Clarkson, after a really rough start, is, uh, has picked it up a little bit. He's got 11 points on 4 of 12 from the field. Derek Favors, 4 points and Eight rebounds. Joe Ingles, five points on two of four shooting, including a couple of dimes. George Niang with three points in his 12 minutes. Ingles also uh, plus 13 in his 27 minutes tonight, so the bench has really carried the Jazz. For Phoenix leading the way, Devin Booker with 30 points on 11 of 27 shooting, 0 of 5 from three, but 8 of 8 from the charity stripe. Chris Paul with 24 points and nine assists. DeAndre Ayton, 18 points, 12 rebounds, 7 of those on the offensive glass, 9 of 15 from the field. Jay Crowder, 2 of 9 overall, all of those 3-point attempts, but he's got 11 rebounds and 6 points. Mikael Bridges is uh, shut out. He's been in foul trouble. He's got 5 going into the overtime session, 5 fouls, but uh, 0 points. As uh, the tip is won by the Suns, Booker rushes it down and finishes with the right hand. It's funny, overtime started in the exact opposite way as regulation as Mitchell got a layup off of the uh, the opening tip. Back comes Utah, Bogdanovich under the rim, kicks it out, ball swung to Conley, right corner, three off the mark, ball's poked out of bounds, it will remain with the Jazz with 13 on the shot clock. Yeah, both times the opposite team won the tip, but the... Uh, uh, Mitchell and Booker on, on both occasions sneaking in there and stealing it and then just pressing the advantage in transition. As uh, Mitchell off the inbounds, takes a left corner, three, no good. Rebound, Ayton. Ayton gets it to Chris Paul. Paul guarded by O'Neal. 4.30 to go in the overtime session. Paul gets a screen from Ayton, dribbles to the left of the key, up top to Crowder, back to Paul. Paul now will get a screen from Crowder, switched on to by Bogdanovich. 
Three on the shot clock. Paul will pull up for a top of the key three. No good. Cameron Johnson sneaks in, gets the rebound, kicks it out. Booker right wing three. No good. But it bounces, takes a deep bounce, and it's picked up by Crowder. So another opportunity for the Suns. Paul gets a double staggered screen, dribbles over to the right. Guarded by Mitchell, finds Ayton. Ayton turns over the left shoulder, can't finish it over Gobert. Rebound by the Jazz. Mitchell has it now. He'll jog it up into the front court. Gets a screen from Gobert. And it's going to be an offensive foul on Rudy. As uh, I think Mitchell went before Gobert was fully set. Actually, no. That's all on Gobert. Mitchell didn't go. Gobert just uh, tried to change the angle of the screen and uh, ran into Booker's back. So Paul with the basketball dribbles over to the right wing. Up top to Ayton. Ayton. Dribbles left, hands it off to Johnson. Johnson, right wing, Crowder. Crowder throws a beautiful flare screen set by Booker. That gets Cam Johnson an open look on the left wing, and he drills the triple. Phoenix now with the first five points of overtime. They lead it 107-102, 3.27 to go in the extra session. Here's Mitchell with the basketball, guarded by Booker, gets a screen from Conley. Dribbles right. Euro steps into the lane. A beautiful drop off to Gobert, and he finishes with a right-hand flush. 107-104, Paul gets Gobert on his back, finds Aiton inside, and he is fouled. Great play there from Chris Paul, realizing again Gobert finished on the other end, so he was last getting back, and Paul just dribbles in front of him, allows Aiton to get a, a head start, and Aiton was open then inside, and uh, the Jazz were forced to foul. Yeah, Paul might have gotten away with a with a hack on Gobert on that dunk from behind. Gobert was probably right to a one to an and one there. As Paul on the far sideline gets it into Booker. Booker fakes the handoff to Paul. Now on the right wing will back down against Mitchell. Gets a screen from Ayton. Pulls up from the right elbow and drills it. Devin Booker gives the Suns their five-point lead back. Three minutes to go in overtime. 109-104. Here's Mitchell guarded by Booker. Over on the left side, dribbling those right hand. Now gets a staggered screen at the top. We'll get an open look on the right wing for three. Off the mark. Rebound, Paul. Paul will push it. Gets to the top of the key. Throws it right wing. Booker switched. Uh, mismatch with Gobert in the, in the transition cross match. Now Booker will pull it out. He's going to isolate against Gobert. A lot of people think Gobert is weak at this, but he's actually pretty great. Here's Booker. He'll dribble right. Step back. Jumper. No good. Rebound, O'Neal. O'Neal gets it to Conley. Conley dribbles over the left sideline, over the left wing, guarded by Crowder. Up top to Mitchell. Mitchell guarded by Ayton. He'll drive past him, and Ayton is forced to foul. Now that's the sort of switch that I think is uh, is tough for Ayton when he's out on the floor against a quicker guy, that with a guy with a good first step like Mitchell. That time, Mitchell just blew right past him, and, and Ayton fouled him. 2.18 to go in the overtime session. It's Conley, Mitchell, Bogdanovich, Gobert, and O'Neal for the Jazz. As Mitchell gets a screen from Gobert, dribbles right of the lane. Now we'll dribble it back out towards the corner. Five on the shot clock. Beautiful fake spin. Now spins on Chris Paul, puts it up off the glass with the right hand and in. He fake spun to elude Booker. Then Paul did a nice job of that improv switching I mentioned, but Mitchell spun around him and used his side to put it up off the glass and in. Here's Paul, finds Booker off a down screen at the top of the key, guarded by Mitchell. Free throw line extended. Booker facing up, dribbles left, pull-up jumper, that's pure. Devin Booker with such great touch in that sort of 14 to 16 foot range. 
The Suns back up five here, 136 to go in overtime. Booker now with 34. Here's Conley with the screen from Gobert. Switched on to now by Ayton. Conley fakes the three, gets right past Ayton and puts it up and in. Again, Ayton not great dealing with quick guards outside the three-point line. He, he got schooled there. And the Jazz cut the Suns' lead to three. Paul, guarded by O'Neal, finds Booker on the right elbow, guarded by Mitchell. Booker, backing down, lowers his shoulder, gets cut off, kicks it out to Paul, four in the shot clock. Miscommunication from the Jazz. Lee is Paul open for three, and he nails it. Chris Paul has been the best player on the floor here in the overtime, and the Suns lead it 114-108. to Here's Mitchell. Gets a screen from Gobert, dribbles left of the paint, gets all the way to the hoop, puts up a scoop shot with the right hand on the left side. Beautiful play from Donovan Mitchell. We've had a ton of scoring here. It's been a, after a defensive first four quarters. The overtime has been all offense. Phoenix 114, Utah 110, 43 seconds to go. Here's Chris Paul with the basketball. Gets a staggered screen, dribbling left. Now we'll step back along the left side. That one's short. As he put that one up over Conley. Rebound, Gobert. Here comes Utah. They need a bucket here. Here's Mitchell to the line. To the lane. Kicks it out. Beautiful pass to Conley. He is fouled, but it's going to be on the floor as Crowder ran out and just bumped him. 24.2 seconds left in the, in the overtime game clock. Yeah, it was O'Neal and Conley on that uh, play where Booker picked up his dribble, kicked it out to Paul. O'Neal and Conley both went towards him, and then neither one of them actually took him. They uh, they thought, oh, they saw the other guy going, so that meant they could go back to the other guy, and uh, that left Paul with just enough time and space to fire that three as the shot clock was winding down. So we've got a timeout here with 24.2 seconds. There's 14 on the shot clock for the Jazz, but uh, obviously they're going to want to... Uh, Come up with something that'll uh, be a quick trigger, quick bucket. The other issue, too, if you're Utah, you do not want, uh, especially Chris Paul getting the basketball if you're forced to foul, as uh, Paul, again, at 92.5%, and considering he's also incredibly clutch, I would not, uh, I certainly would not want uh, him at the free throw line with uh, your season on the line, or excuse me, the game on the line. But Booker also at a 80, around 86%. Sun's one of the best free throw shooting teams in the NBA. Mikhail Bridges, an 82.3% free throw shooter. Jay Crowder, 81.7. Cameron Johnson, 87.5. Saric, 88.3%. Cameron Payne, 89.7. So Monty Williams has a lot of options if he's looking to just uh, insert guys for free throw shooting purposes. But uh, they've, the Suns are going to be on defense here out of that timeout. Utah trailing by four with possession. Mike Conley on the near sideline will inbound it. We'll get it to Gobert. Gobert, beautiful play. Back cut to Conley. And Conley finishes with the right hand off the glass and in. It's 114-112. Here a little pressure from... For Utah, the ball is inbounded to Booker. He'll get it to Johnson, and then the Jazz finally foul him. So Cameron Johnson. Well, we'll see if uh, we'll see if Phoenix is in the bonus yet. 
it might uh, that might have been a foul to give here. But as I said, Johnson 87.5% from the line. Mikhail Bridges checking into the ball game for Phoenix. So the ball inbounded to Booker now. Mitchell tries to steal it from Booker and eventually unable to get it. And eventually Booker is fouled as uh, they, they set Booker into the backcourt to allow him to run some more clock. Mitchell tried to steal it from him. And then uh, after he failed to do so, they, uh, they ultimately will foul Booker. And Booker again, 85.5% from the line. Suns up two here. First free throw is good. 115 to 112, 12.2 seconds left in overtime. So this one's this one's massive, this second free throw. This will make it a two-possession game. The Jazz have just one timeout left. Be interesting if they use it here or if they elect to, to go and save it for later. Second free throw rattles out. Rebound Gobert, and Utah will call time with 10.6 seconds left on the clock. So Booker... Normally very reliable from the line, misses one and leaves the door open for the Jazz to potentially send it to double OT. One thing we've seen, though, uh, you know, I've seen this year from Monty Williams is he is not afraid in these situations, especially with Utah no longer having any timeouts, uh, to potentially foul up three. And trust your trust your team to get a defensive rebound if the opposition made the first and intentionally tried to miss the second free throw. But you know you just play the foul game. You play the you you uh, you play the clock. Given that uh, you know you allow the clock to be more your friend. If Utah runs a couple seconds off the clock, getting it in, then you you foul. Then uh, obviously they take the two free throws then more time would come off the clock uh, when you inbound it and Utah would try to foul. I mean, there are risks. Obviously, you know, if you're playing the free throw shooting competition, you could lose, and, and that could help get Utah back into the ball game. Obviously, yeah, the, the other fear being the whole intentionally missed free throw can lead to a rebound, and you could even get four points out of the possession with a uh, an offensive rebound, kick it out for a three. But we'll see how they play it. Again, Mitchell with the tying three with about uh, 10 seconds or so to go in regulation. Let's see if he'll have another opportunity. It's Ingles, Mitchell, Bogdanovich, Gobert, and Conley for the Jazz. It's Paul, Booker, Craig, Crowder, and Johnson for Phoenix. Ingles, near sideline, gets it into Mitchell. Mitchell is immediately fouled. Mitchell can't believe it because he tried to go up into the shot, but I think that's the right call as uh, he caught it, and, and uh, it was Torrey Craig that uh, just wrapped him up on the catch. Yeah, Craig is definitely grabbing and fouling before now. The concern, though, if you're a Suns fan looking at this replay, is <laughs> as a no, they are shooting. Mitchell is shooting too. The first one rattles in and out, so the uh, the foul game may really pay off here, given that miss. But uh, 
Yeah, that's the challenge. Mitchell was not, you know, he was facing the basket. I think it was the right call, but also the referee didn't uh, raise his hand to blow the call until Mitchell was in his shooting motion. Mitchell with 40 points on the afternoon, having a, a pretty good day. Let's see what he does here. I assume he'll try to make it with 9.1 seconds left, and he does. So it's Phoenix 115, Utah 113, and now the the Suns get it into Chris Paul. Jay Crowder inbounding it will get it in, and Paul will go to the line. And Paul, again, at 92.5%, one of the best free throw shooters in the NBA, will have an opportunity to ice it. And don't forget, again, the Jazz are out of timeout. So regardless, make or miss on the second free throw, they're going to have to push it the length of the floor. Paul with 27 points on the night, and these are his first free throw attempts of the evening. First free throw is nothing but net. And we'll see if he can do what Booker failed to do earlier, which was make both to make it a two-possession game. Paul, 12 of 24 shooting on the night, nine assists. And with this free throw, can get up to 29 points. A big delay here. I hate that the refs allow this. You know, obviously there's there's substitutions between free throws one and two. But, uh, oh, we've got some sort of a, it looks like maybe a Rudy Gobert contact lens situation, which is causing the holdup. But uh, if the Jazz were, whether they were intentionally doing this or unintentionally uh, causing uh, some some delay, they certainly have, have done all they can to to ice Paul. And now Gobert still op waiting to put his, uh, his contact in. And Paul is mad at the ref that he's allowing this kind of delay. Second free throw is up and good as well. Nothing but net from CP3. So two possession game now. Utah will have to get a quick shot off. Ball inbounded to O'Neal. Back to Mitchell. Mitchell dribbles to the left wing, pulls up from three, no good. Craig with the rebound, and that will do it. The Phoenix Suns win this matchup of the two best records in the NBA and cut the Jazz lead at the top of the West to just 1.5 games. The Suns' stretch of excellent basketball continues, and the Jazz now have lost two straight. So Utah now at 38-13. and 13. Phoenix, 36 and 14. The star matchup was excellent. Mitchell with 41 points, 16 of 35 from the field. Booker, 35 points, 13 of 31. But frankly, I think Chris Paul was the star of the Phoenix Suns tonight. And, uh, you know, I've, I've argued, you know, it, uh, you know not... Uh, not intensely, but I do think that uh, that Chris Paul is the slightly better player of him and Devin Booker. But there, it's very close. It's kind of a, it's it's definitely a one A one B situation. But uh, thank you so much for for joining me tonight. This was a, a heck of a ball game. Really fun bringing this to you. I've had uh, a couple of great jazz games on League Pass Radio. I did the the game earlier with. Uh, 
with the Jazz matchup against Philly, where that went to overtime as well, and Embiid hit that crazy step back in regulation to win that one, or to uh, to send that to overtime, and then the, the Sixers ended up eventually winning it in the extra session. But uh, the doing Jazz League Pass radio games has been a, a good call so far this season. But again, thank you so much for for joining me. If you haven't yet, I please uh, please. Rate and review Duncan Dynasty on iTunes or whatever uh, player you get your podcasts. I really appreciate that. Uh, tell your friends about the pod, and uh, any any promotion we can get is much appreciated. Keep an eye out. Uh, we, we do episodes every Wednesday, so stay tuned for next Wednesday's episode. And uh, with that, I will uh, say goodnight. Thank you so much again for listening, and uh, have a Great rest of your night and enjoy the next week in the NBA calendar.